what's going on guys welcome back to license to view this is episode 100 and yes Hello. it's taken us 2.5 times longer than the regular podcast to reach this milestone but hey we are here after four iterations of a podcast we are finally at episode 100 i am jason that's zach zach what's going on man you know, Jason, you know, just reminds me of that that old myth and fable, man, the tortoise and the hare, where there's a tortoise in the situation, you know. That's true. It took a little bit longer, but, you know, eventually we win the race. So. That's true. You know, I don't know how that works out in reality, but you know what? It always, you know, it just it felt, always seems it to be felt that way. better in my head than when I said it out loud. I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Great analogy. And then I just, like, I don't know the point of it. So that's fine. Well, I think back, and every now and then I go through our YouTube channel. Because every episode is posted on the YouTube channel. Like, like there's no missing, I believe. No, there's some missing for sure. Because we did audio only for a while. But um, I think the audio only ones are still on there, though. They're, they're still up there somewhere. Yeah. Um, but we did it originally, man, I think five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I don't I know you were still in college. I don't know if I think I was still in college as well. My tail end of and then went through we stopped we did that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then we stopped for a while. We did that for the summer. I yeah. think it was the summer that I was there basically. We did like one every week. And then I think when I was in college, I don't th- I think it was just a little bit harder. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I know that we stopped. When I went back to school. We stopped and then we came back when you were, I think you were a senior, maybe? I think so, Or a junior. I know we started doing it again, yeah, because I was a senior, because I started doing, because that was when we went through chat club and book club and uh, Well, we even, even then, we did like, like I said, like a summer of episodes and Mm -hmm. then we stopped and then we came back and did like 30 episodes, like 33 episodes of the of the ticket stubs podcast yeah and then start did book club and chat club and all kinds of stuff. now we're back after we did ticket stubs redux change the name license redux. to you yeah license here we are episode uh 100 and we've been doing this brand title for the last year Couple months is it been a year already oh my god it's been a, it's been over a year yeah because we went Jeez. we came back at episode 34 and we're at 100 now we came back at 34, good lord. Yeah, so we well, we missed a couple of weeks, obviously, from various times throughout the throughout yeah. the return, but we missed some weeks here and mm-hmm. there. But we are back with 100. Yes. Um, and I'm no longer going to title the episodes and the number because they take so much space in the YouTube title. Yeah. And, and on the um, what's it called? In like the podcast um, thumbnail po- yeah. podcast feed. Also, heads up, guys. I'm using a new microphone, so if it sounds like crap or something changes, I'm sorry. We're, we're working on it. That's what happens. Oh, excuse me. But before we continue into the episode with all the stuff we're talking about, uh, Zach, what you been up to, man? Jason, it has been a busy, busy week. Feeling like a busy bee. Because um, I really had... I had two extra days off this week that I didn't plan oh, wow. for. Um, because all of a sudden, um, I was getting ready to go to bed on Wednesday. Because I had to work... Monday night, because somebody called out six, or, or Monday morning. So somebody called, cause I worked Sunday night, and I got the call at like eight, nine o'clock on Sunday night. I was like, hey, this producer called out. Can you come and work the morning? Not the early morning, but it was like, I had to be at work at like 7 a.m. Right. Um, so I did that on Monday, 
and so then I had Monday off and Tuesday off, and what, and then they gave me Wednesday off since I had to work Monday. Uh, right. And then I was like, getting ready to go to bed. I was like, get my blankie in and everything. Uh, and then my boss called me at like eight o'clock, and he's like, hey, so we actually don't have your show for like the next two days. And I was like, uh, okay. Right. So he's like, so. So, you know, I told you about the fact that, like, vacation days don't roll over. And he's like, so I'm hoping this is good news. So you can just, like, use two of your vacation days if you want. I was like, I mean, I won't get them back. So, yeah. I yeah, use them. definitely. Um, so I had some extra free time. So busy, busy bee over here. Okay. Um, so the first thing well, that I for, did. Well, first off, why, why was your show canceled for two days? I did not figure that out yet. Um, Wait, I could have done the... some like sleuthing or what. I assume was there something going on TV? Because we're on NBC, so we have a lot of sports. So I'm assuming that we had sports because I think there was a couple weeks ago where uh, we also had our shows cut off on I think a Friday. They basically cut off all our afternoon shows. Like at the four, five, and six were all canceled because of a golf tournament, I believe. Oh, golf! So classic. I assume it was some sporting event like that, where it was like it was some pre-planned sporting event that was going on during the week. Right. Um, that they basically cut off all time for. Oh, I'm not classic. sure what it was because I haven't been paying attention. Um, but because um, I have the mentality of that um, when I'm not in work. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, no. I don't pay attention. Um, so uh, I'll probably learn out, learn on today when I come in, um, maybe, uh, if it was if there, if there was an email about it. But, um, but yeah, so I had those days off, so I had to watch a lot of stuff. So... Tis the spooky season. I didn't watch a spooky movie every day, but I did watch a, a bunch. Um, so the first thing I did was that I watched Alien. Oh, uh, right, right, right. On HBO Max. Uh, it's a good movie. Solid movie. Still mm-hmm. looks great. Um, I like... Um, honestly, it was the... I mean, the thing that's still most impressive about the movie is, like, the effects and how they hold up. Especially when they're in that initial alien ship and, like, the, the way that they're able to, like... And I mean, a lot of movies do this, but like the way they were made, able to make like matte paintings, like blend in with like the actors and whatnot, especially when the shot that was most impressive to me was in their first, first getting into the uh, like the egg chamber with all the alien eggs. And you have this giant matte painting of like the inside of the ship that is like freaking ginormous. Like the ship is mm-hmm. so huge looking in this painting. And you've got the one little light of like the actor's actor going down into like the chamber. Um, but it all looks so good. Geiger, man. Geiger, I don't know what is with his art, but it's so creepy looking. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I watched that. Um, still a good still a good watch. like that a lot. Um, it's, it's It really is like – I don't watch it every year. It's not one of the movies I watch mm-hmm. every year. And even when yeah. I do think about watching Alien, I definitely watch Aliens more. Yeah. Um, Aliens but is it's definitely such... better. I definitely want to watch Aliens too. The, the beauty of this movie is Ripley looks so cool. Like, the jumpsuit is so yeah. rad. Like, the sneakers are cool. The Like, the outfit looks cool. And it's such a... Um, it has got really, the real feathered look going on with her hair. Real yeah, faucet. And it, it really reminds me, like, her outfit reminds me... It's not even the jumpsuit, but it's the sneakers, I guess. Reminds mm-hmm. me of Kyle Reese in the first Terminator movie. Where, like, he's, mm-hmm. you know, he steals the sneakers from the store. And then mm-hmm. she just looks like, for a crew member, she looks super hip. And, like, it's a cool costume. Yeah. Um, and then you add in the fact that she's awesome. Like it's, yeah. and that's what makes me so mad about like, we pretend as a society that like we didn't have badass ladies like in the seventies. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a perfect example of someone who has to rise to be badass. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like between the, if you watch the two, it's the same thing that with, with, with Sarah Connor. Like if you look at yeah. alien, she is not like Ripley. 
Yeah. And then she becomes Ripley at the end. So when aliens come, she's like, fuck these Marines, dude. Like, I got, yeah. I don't need your fucking help. I'll take over this motherfucker. Yeah. You know, it's the perfect, like, characterization of a badass. Um, mm. And not the scene from Avengers. <laughs> not the scene from Avengers. Oh, that ham-fisted garbage. Yeah. Um, so, watch Alien. Good watch. Uh, I watched... In particularly spooky season fashion, I watched uh, the Adams Family, the first one. Okay. Um, I hadn't watched Hold the, the, really the, long the time. 90s one. The 90s one. Okay, the one gotcha. with Angela Houston and uh, Raul Julia. Mm-hmm. Um, powerhouse actors, dude. Everybody oh, yeah. in this movie is it's fucking. And then Christopher Lloyd kills it as Uncle Fester. Um, I love this movie. I hadn't seen it a lot. I really hadn't seen it in a long time. Yeah. Um, I remember watching it a bit when I was a kid, but I really didn't remember anything from it. I think I remember Adam's Family Values more. Um, yeah, I, I, d- I definitely watched that one more. Yeah, because I, I didn't even remember this plot of, like, Uncle Fester, like, losing his memory or something like that. I was like, oh, I thought he was just part of the family the whole time. Um, well, number one is the fake family member, right? Yeah, the the the... the, the Adam's family is the one where, yeah, Uncle Fester loses his memory and he's basically, um, he thinks he's somebody else and he yeah. basically tries to steal the Adam's family fortune. Right. And then he learns in the end by getting lightning struck from a book about Hurricane, what was it? It's like Hurricane Hector or something like that. Lightning strikes his head and he gains his memory back. Right. Um, so that's nice. Yeah, because um, I values, I remember, the, the, it's the camp. Like The yeah. camp is so much more memorable. Yeah. Um, than, than the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it's uh, not even like, and I, I, I'm not sure how your history with Adam's family. Mm-hmm. Um, but my history with Adam's family is that I, I loved it as a kid. Like not, yeah. not just the movie, but I, I watched the cartoon all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, obviously the nineties cartoon. Yeah. But like I, I, and it was creepy, man. Like it creeped me out as a kid. I didn't, I didn't like. It's a, it's creepy. And then like, I would watch like. The old, like the old Adams Family TV show, like because mm-hmm. Nick at Night would play, I think played Munsters or something. Yeah. And I would turn to like TV Land and they would play Adams Family or, or vice versa, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And I would watch Munsters and I was like, this show's not scary at all. And then I watch Adams Family, I'm like, this show's scary. And then I, I learned that it's because, mm-hmm. like, and I could be getting this mixed up, I, I learned it because Munsters is supposed to be a regular family show. They yeah, just happen I to would, be monsters. Yeah, Whereas Adam's family would, is like a satire on the American family. And they're not bad people. Like, they're good no. people still. They just happen to be into, like, real macabre shit. Yeah. Like, they're never going to, like, kill you. They just happen to, no. like, like weird magic left-hand path, like, <laughs> like shit. Well, Wednesday would probably kill you. But the other ones won't. I don't know if she actually... I think she was, like, threatening it. Like, she was threatening to kill you a lot. Maybe. And those movies... I said it before, like, probably six months ago on our podcast. But, like, mm-hmm. Wednesday and, like, insert Heathers, Winona Ryder. Like, yeah. th- those two characterizations of, like, the goth chick mm-hmm. guaranteed had to impact so many little boys and girls. Yeah. And it, what they preferred when they were older. <laughs> Well, it was watching this movie reminded me that Angelica Houston was the thing for me. It was like that and Elvira. Um, I I never I never you know it's funny because Peacock has a bunch of old Elvira episodes that they're streaming, mm-hmm. and I n- I never cared about that the because there was never we we you and I are of the age where there wasn't that anymore. No, like, not really. there was no like 
B movie host mm-hmm. anymore. Like at least if there was, it was localized. Yeah. Um, but Elvira obviously wasn't on air. Mm-hmm. There, there was a TNT one apparently up until like 2000 that I just never saw. Like a TNT like B movie like show at like midnight or mm-hmm. whatever. I, I found an Instagram for it. I'd never even see it. I was too young. I know. I, I guess I was seven, eight or whatever. Look, I was only watching TNT for Law and Order. You know what I mean? Exactly. Absolutely. I was watching TNT for Law and Order. Yeah. Um, but so ha- having seen it again after a while, how how'd you like it? I liked it a lot. Um, I it confused me at first because the movie starts off a weird tangent tangent out of nowhere where you have like Christmas carolers, and I was like, oh wait, is this like another like Night Before Christmas? Like it's secretly a Christmas movie? Yeah. And it's like no, they just like foil. They just pour boiling oil on the Christmas calories. And I was right. like, oh, that just sets up the dynamic for the family, which is neat. But it, like, confused the heck of me. I was like, wait, does this movie take place during Christmas? Is that something that I've blocked from my memory? But no, it's just a random side tangent. You know, um, and to, to bring it back real quick to my Wednesday Adams thing, mm-hmm. it's, that, it's the dress. Which I, I've oh, seen Wednesday's dress? Yeah. Like, with, like the pilgrim looking dress. Yeah. I, I, I see it. Well, all black and then you yeah, have the white collar. I see yeah. adults. Like, I remember when I, even when I was at the news station, I would see like adult women wear that. And I was like, you can't do that. Yeah. And that's like, that's. I had an anchor wear that. Like, and I was like, oh, that's Wednesday Adams. Like, that's yeah. that's a Wednesday Adams outfit. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, it's such an iconic look for her. Who plays, is it the same? Is Pugsley the same in the first movie as the second movie? Do you know? I don't know. I don't, I remember, I don't do. remember who plays Pugsley. I don't remember who plays either. Because the whole the, the whole family is the same, right? I thought the rest of the family is the same. I believe. I can't remember. I mean, I know that the I know that the main people are the same. I don't know if Wednesday and I don't know if Wednesday and um. And I know I, I know it's still Christina Ritchie. Okay. Between the first and second movie, I know that. Hmm. I don't because, know because pretty much in pretty the early weird. early nineties. In the early mid nineties, Christina Ritchie had yeah, two jobs. Yeah, it's still him in, in Family Values, yeah. Because she had kid. she had two jobs. Casper and then and then the yeah. Casper play a, a gothy daughter. Not really gothy, because she's not really goth in the Casper. Not in like, Casper, yeah. She's more like a regular daughter who happens mm-hmm. to be involved in the paranormal. Yeah. Because of her dad. And then uh, Wednesday. Yeah. But what else and have you becomes... Yeah. What else have you checked out? Um, so oh, I don't know if I want to save this to the end, but I thought of it right now, so I might as well jump into it. Sure. I told you earlier this week, the Digimon is going on. Go for I have bro. problems with Digimon. Yeah. Not specifically with this show, but with Digimon in general. This show is just reminding me of those problems. Which is that, first of all, in this show, the pacing's terrible. I told you about it a little bit. That like, yeah. I think we talked about it when the show first aired, but like they had Omegamon in like the second episode, which is like the big evolution with... like. Uh, Gabumon and Agumon like fusing together, and they this is like their their final boss take her outer, and that's like in the second or third episode. And then we're on episode like 20, 18 or 20 right now. It's like in the last episode that just aired last week, they showed a Megamon again, and I'm like, You still have like 60 episodes, like, why are you blowing your nuts so early? Like, I don't understand what's going on with this. Um, so that's a problem with the show that I'm having. Um, but the problem that I have with Digimon overall uh, is that this show is an ensemble show that doesn't feel like an ensemble show. Mm-hmm. 
um, because you've got the DigiDestin and you've got all the kids. Um, but really, the only kids that really matter at the end of the day are Matt and Ty. That's oh, yeah. It. Yeah. Like even when TK and Kyrie get introduced, and you've got Angelmon and Angel Woman. They don't really matter because it still just comes down to Agamon and Gabamon becoming Omegamon and they take out whoever. Yeah. And like that's the whole thing. And I hate that shit because I like Matt and Ty overall. I think they're fine characters, but Izzy's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love Izzy. And I love Kabaterimon and like all that stuff. And I feel like they just get shafted. And I, I think this show makes it even more obvious because the only people who have really intense pension evolution sequences or Agumon and Gabumon. Like, they have yeah. the whole thing where they've got, like, the separate screen and they've got the whole, like, you know, step-by-step process. And everybody else is just like, oh, a blinding light comes over them and all of a sudden they're their next evolution. And I was like, first of all, that's so lazy and it's very disrespectful to the other Digidestin. It just makes it clear that, like, they don't really matter. And yeah. I hate that shit. Because I like, I like a lot of them infinitely more than Matt and Ty. I mean, Matt and Ty are great, but, like, I just still like Izzy the best. And even when I'm, like, going back to, like, in this show, like, the past, like, when they started, because they also all already have their ultimate forms, which I feel like is way too fast. That's what, they, like, yeah. got their champion forms, and then, then there was, like, one episode, and then we immediately started getting all of their ultimate forms. And I was like, I don't understand why we're going so fast. But um, but even when Izzy was getting uh, the ultimate form for Armored Kabuterimon, I mean, his was the most interesting, where it was, like, actually... You know, it plays a lot on, like, his insecurities with, like, technology or whatnot and, like, him being having to be the smart kid. And it kind of went – it ended up being the fact that, like, you know, he'd been relying on his computer a lot to, like, give them information and his computer wasn't working. And so he actually, like, had to, like, gain his confidence again with, like, using his own intelligence and stuff like that. And I like that character arc in that episode a lot more than, like, anything that, like, Matt and Ty were doing where Matt was just like, I don't trust anybody okay, I guess I kind of trust you guys. And then Ty's just like, I'm going to power through everything, which is like right. infinitely more boring characterizations than like Izzy stuff. Um, no, I, also, I think also, I, I, I'm going off of 20-year information here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like the original show was better about giving everybody screen time. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and rewatch the old show. I'd, I remember it's I'm, at least better about like, hiding the fact that like because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking also like and i'm thinking more of like adventure 2 where mm-hmm. like davis wasn't like there was no main character yeah because adventure 2 like you would think that it would just be davis because davis got a bunch of different shit mm-hmm. but like they at least in the beginning they really focused they, they would give everyone their moments mm-hmm. and even when ken i mean they do that in here but it's like very obvious with just like because i mean it's they they each character had their moment when their Digimon got their champion forms. And then they each got their moments when they got their ultimate forms. But first of all, the writing for that is like god awful because the way that they're set up is they're like set up into they like separate at one point into groups of three. Like the mm-hmm. they basically split themselves in half. But it's like once like Matt and Ty were like the first people to get their ultimates. But like once they have their ultimates they're just facing off against like one other ultimate Digimon and the writing doesn't make sense. Like once those two are there and like their ultimates are out, like mm-hmm. why do you need anybody else? Because you already yeah. have one with the ultimate. Like, well, I think that's the writing the, wasn't convincing me. That's that, like the clear downside. Raymond couldn't take on any of these Digimon. And so Izzy had to step up or whatever. Well, that's the clear. Well, first off, Mel Grandmon doesn't need any help. Um, yeah. 
because we've all yeah, but seen... Metal Gremlin still loses, and then that's and I mean that he loses in the fact that like yeah. for some reason like he just digivolves, and then you have to have like uh, I don't even remember her name, the the real girly one. What's her name? Mimi. Mimi. You had to have like Mimi or Izzy step up and like go yeah. like to you know Flowermon or um, or to Armored Kapiterimon, and it was just like. But you have Metal Greymon, or you have Wayward Gururumon. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, the writing didn't convince me that, like, these ult- the other ultimate abilities were, like, earned at all. It was just like, oh, they sure. need to get it now. Except for um, Joe. Joe with his. His was the only one that was, like, kind of convinced me. That was like, okay, this makes sense. Because they had the thing set up where it was, like, basically Sora got, like, attacked by Digimon and was, like, freezing to death. And, like, Matt was, like, protecting her. And so they were off doing their own thing. And Joe was trying to stop these other Digimon. And so he was by himself. So it made sense that he had to, like, step up in that aspect. But really you know, nobody else, I feel know, like, had anything like that. What I really, and I always forget this, is that, like, TK is, like, Matt's brother, right? Mm-hmm. I always forget that. Because they don't really characterize that relationship that what that much, I feel like. They do that a lot more in this one. Where so it's I'm, like, like thinking I mean, back to, like, really the... Been, I mean, they've shown TK, but he really hasn't been introduced yet. But it's, like, mm. it's very clear that, like... Matt's his brother, and he's yeah. like looking at Matt. He's like saying Onichan a lot. He's doing oh, all that well, shit. Yeah. So yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to think again. I'm, I'm operating off of 20 year knowledge, but like I'm thinking yeah. back to like Adventure Two, and like I just don't remember. Like they really, I feel like they really harped on like, and maybe it's because Ty's the main character. But like in the movie, you focused on Ty and and, and Kyrie, Kyrie, right? Yeah. Like they they really made they hammered it in that, that they're it maybe because she's a sister and like Matt's like a like a loner like kind of character um mm-hmm. i don't know what it is but um i the moment that like you know you give me omnimon from the get-go yeah i don't i there's nowhere else to go there's nowhere yeah. else to go you gave me the number one yeah. um because Unless no one else, nobody else past that i don't know like, nobody else bio merges or not bio merge no one else dna digivolves yeah if they call it that i never well, knew they haven't they even called, called that. it that he just that's the other weird thing is that like they haven't explained like why that's happened twice now. It just yeah. happens, and then Omega Mon is there, and you're just like, well, how did this even happen? I don't. Know. I don't. I don't even know if they ever do. I don't know if they ever do consider that one, even though it clearly is. Um, the DNA Digivolve. Yeah, because I, no I feel like I don't even remember the DNA Digivolve to be honest. That's like the Pyhildramon and like the Cup guy from Adventure oh. Two. Um. I really don't remember much from Adventure 2, honestly. My big thing was I remember Adventure 1 and then Tamers. Tamers was like, those are the two that I like really remember. I really don't remember much from like Adventure 2. Okay, I'm going to Google this. Is on and then Frontier. Mon I remember Frontier a lot. DNA. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a DNA Digivolve. Because, I mean, like, okay. DNA Digivolve... Hold on. Omnimon Fusion or DNA? Has been never been referred to as a DNA Digivolution type Digimon. Yeah, but oh, it, to me it says apparently this is from Reddit forum where they they've, they've never said it. That's why I'm asking. Like they never mm-hmm. like usually when they say DNA, it has a whole its own little henshin sequence. And they've done Omnimon and Adventure 2. They didn't they've never showed it being a, a DNA sequence. Yeah. Um Whereas, like, like Pahildramon or Imperialdramon, they show it being, like, a DNA Digivolve. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. But when you 
do that from the get-go, you lose all pacing. Yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. I don't know what their plan is. I mean, they've still got, you know, 40-some episodes to get through, so maybe there's some overarching plan, but I don't know. I mean, they just introduced, introduced like, they didn't just introduce him, but he's, like, officially been, like, shown to Matt and Ty was they just did Devimon. And I was like, you're 20 yeah. episodes in. How are you, like, just getting to, like, the main bad of the also, series? Also, how are we going to be afraid of you? We have fucking Omnimon. Yeah, I don't understand. Because Devimon's just like a champion-level Digimon. Like, yeah, it's not even that strong. I'm not worried about you. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. But I don't know. So that was that was my Digimon rant. I just yeah, had sure. those thoughts swirling in my head. Definitely. Um, uh, so other than that, it was a big anime and manga week besides that. Because uh, the fall season started mm. last week or this week. Something like that. Um, so I co- checked a couple of big ones out. Um, first one I did was... It's called Moriarty the Patriot. All right. It is basically... Cool. It's Moriarty from Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Um, but it's Moriarty as the main character. And it's basically him being Dexter. Right. And I like that a lot. <laughs> okay. So he's a bad guy? He's a bad guy, but he's a, he's the bad guy in the way where he's like he's the Dexter character where he's like he's a bad guy, but he takes out other like bad nobles. Like the first episode is like a noble that's basically like a child killer. Okay. And he basically helps one of the dads of one of the, the children that was killed. He helps the dad get revenge by like trapping the noble and whatnot. And so that's basically like, you know, it's the Dexter thing. So I'm liking that a lot. Uh a lot and, 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 at least like and it takes cool. place in like Sherlock Holmes it takes place time. In, like, yeah, Sherlock Holmes okay. time, like, uh, you know, 1800s London, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so I like that a lot. Um, is it not weird to you? Hmm. And t- take, like, and this is not related to fucking anime or movies or mm-hmm. anything. This is related to, like, life. Mm-hmm. To, like, time. Mm-hmm. Is it not weird to you when you think about, like, like when, like, there were cowboys during mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes? I never thought about that. Like, like uh, across the planet, like, like where we were. Like, I guess I never thought about that because yeah, they're on like separate parts. Of like, the, like, like Jack the Ripper was existing right the same mm-hmm. time that they were like gunfighters. Yeah. Like Red Dead Redemption was happening. Like, like if a, that's why whenever you see a British person in a western, like they're always like this, like you know, suited yeah. up top hat kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously that's that's eighty years of diff, like eighty years I'm talking about here. But like, yeah, like if you know if if. Sherlock Holmes takes place in like anywhere in the 1800s, even towards mm-hmm. like the middle. Like that's like Civil War. Yeah. Like, to, yeah, to I me, that's crazy. That. I feel like it's it's probably one of those things where it's like, I mean, story wise, they're usually pretty pretty separate events. Like they usually just kind of, especially when it comes to like Sherlock Holmes, they kind of like put him out in his own world. They don't really talk about like the outside world, the world outside of like London or stuff like that. Um, so I guess it's kind of like. Yeah, I've never really thought about that. That yeah, there's like cowboys and stuff going on at the same time as, as all that stuff. You know what's even like, other things that are weird to me like, um, like Abraham Lincoln was like alive when Jefferson was president, like stuff like that. Like that to me is like weird. Damn. So he was like a kid. He was like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was like sense. he was he was like eight or nine. Yeah. It's these random like you. At least it's different for imagine for British people. And mm-hmm. like Spanish people and like people, German people, but like for yeah. the people like in America, that's like our country is only so old. Yeah, you know, like we're so relatively young. Like you can like 
throw a rock and like hit George Washington, like a, in the bucket of history. Like think about just like, you block know, him on the head with a with a giant rock. Imagine be, imagine being like French, being like, oh yeah, you know, you can go back so many, literally like, before BC, like generations, you know. Yeah. So, so sorry, so Moriarty. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah, no, I never really thought about that, but yeah, that show's fun. Um, it's just weird to me though, honestly, it was like, I mean, it's probably part of the thing where it's like reason why like so many Robin Hood movies get made and stuff like that, which is just so much Sherlock Holmes stuff, like constantly, especially in like anime. Cause I, I know that like just, I feel like it just finished like a couple of months ago, but there was like a different Sherlock Holmes series that like literally just finished anime series that just finished. That was like a long form, like 24, 36 episode thing that like, yeah. I think started in like January and I feel like finished in like June well, or people, something like that. People love fucking Sherlock Holmes and I, yeah. I don't get it. I mean, it's detective fiction and detective fiction is, is fun and he's infinitely the most famous of all the detectives in detective fiction. So, I mean, I get y- it. Yes, but also it's, it's, I don't get it. Because as much as I love the character of it happens, it's, it's everywhere. It's the impenetrable, all-knowing, all-noticing mm. detective. As much as I love that, the mentalist, Patrick Jane, even Sean Spencer to an extent, his mm. dad to an extent. Yeah. I'm watching Criminal Intent, Gorin to an extent. Like, it's these characters who like just happen to know a little bit of everything about everything. Yeah. So they can piece the, like I get why everyone enjoys that because it's like a it's like you want to see like the you want to see the bad guy lose even mm-hmm. when they when they're smug about it. I I absolutely get it. But at the same time like there there's inherent like boringness to that. I feel like if you watch like True Detective like those mm-hmm. guys aren't like like they're not Sherlock Holmeses. You know, like they're like they're they struggle when it gets tough and like you want to watch that struggle. Yeah, but at the same time, I think with Sherlock Holmes in particular, the that resurgence of love because of the BBC show, probably yeah. But I'm I'm sure that has like something to do with it for sure. And the and the characterization of how he abandoned Cumberbatch and Sherlock Holmes being like this. I would as, I would assume it's a mix between that and like the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies, because those like, are super popular too. Yeah, they're popular, but not clearly not enough to get a third movie soon enough. Well, that's true. But also, like the way that, he, but he his betrayal is so off the wall. Robert like, Downey. Yeah, yeah, it's like s- such a he's Sherlock Holmes in every sense, but also he's a fucking like buff guy. Yeah. Like or no, buff being like you know relative to Robert Downey Jr. at fifty. He's a martial arts expert. Yeah, like co- like what the fuck are you talking about? But he's I think the birds burrito. I think is. What but they I think call that it. like uh, Jude Law as. Watson's really great. Yeah, I think it's a really good good interpretation of that character. As mm-hmm. someone who has never read, and have not read any, I've read like one or two Sherlock Holmes stories. I've never read the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but that, that, that's my thing about people just beloved that type of character type. So between like Elementary and like all these shit, like everyone, yeah. every year there's like two new Anola Holmes. There's always like there's always new, at least like one every year. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, we're, it's like. I'm I'm kind of over it. Yeah, I'm kind of over it. No, not Moriarty's not. That's different because he's he's the bad guy. Like he's Sherlock yeah. Holmes' opposite. He's Sherlock Holmes' dark. Yeah. 
So that's different. I'm I'm fine with that. That's a different take on it. Mm-hmm. But it's like the idea that like I'm getting Sherlock Holmes every year in some yeah. sense. I'm kind of over. It's like Robin Hood. It's like exact same thing where I'm like, okay, yeah. how many times am I going to have Robin Hood or Robin Hood light where it's like, because Zorro is like Robin Hood, like basically. Yeah. No, I'm a noble who becomes a thief or or, or in some sense, and then I give to the poor. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. I, I I like it. It's character archetypes from like the fucking noble that rebels against the establishment. Yeah, and I, and I don't know if Robin Hood was ever a, was he ever a noble? In some stories, he's he a noble. Is, right? Yeah, he's like, a he was a noble, and he fought in the official story is yeah he's a noble that fought in one of the crusades, and then he came back. He was betrayed. Yeah. All this other stuff. Like, yeah. If we, I remember like, even watching the last movie that came out with Jamie Foxx. Um, oh my god, you watched that movie? Oh yeah, I watched that shit. Um, how bad was it? It was I heard fucking. It was, very bad. it was fucking whatever. Okay. It was like like it wasn't good. That's the one yeah. where they're like wearing like Nikes and shit, and like they're supposed to be in like they're supposed to be in Maybe. like old London, but you've got like uh, what's his name? The one that I really like. Oh my god, the Lisp guy. What is his name? Oh, it's uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn, you've got him, yeah. and he's wearing like some weird like leather yeah. overcoat it's, thing. It's it's be, it's the, it's that it's that Guy Ritchie um, King yeah. Arthur syndrome. But it's um, not Guy Ritchie, which is the weirdest part, because it just like, wants to be Guy Ritchie so bad. It, it, it really wants to be like, hey, we got we can make Robin Hood like hip. Yeah, and like he can't. You can't. Well, that's the one where it's also like they've got like machine gun crossbows or something. Yeah, like that. shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and like everyone in the movie was fine. Like it wasn't like it was yeah. a bad, like a bad acted movie mm-hmm. to me. It just was like, okay, we, I can count so many fucking Robin hoods on my hand yeah. since Kevin Costner yeah. that like, I don't need, I don't need any more. Probably till I'm 50. I can yeah. like go with no Robin hoods till I'm 50. Same thing with King Arthur. Yeah. Much it's like less. All, it's all of the King Arthur would much, much yeah, less, much less. but I mean, it's all those, I mean, it's all of those public domain stories that is right. just like you know you don't have to take any money like trying to buy the property or anything like that so it's super well it's like sherlock holmes robin hood uh king arthur to an extent i guess but those robin hood and uh, and sherlock holmes primarily mm-hmm. are like it's like to me my big if my big uh, annoyance with it is like okay we're gonna take these two things that everyone we know everyone quasi enjoys to a basic extent mm-hmm. and we're gonna like we're gonna take Sherlock Holmes and put it in modern day. Like that's the that's the spin. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna take Robin Hood and he's younger and he does like backflips. Like we're gonna like make it cool. Like it's like this. We're gonna take King Arthur and we're gonna make it anime. Like yeah. okay, we gotcha, we gotcha. That, like you're trying to find the yeah. one thing and like it works sometimes, I guess. Sometimes. Um, but not in those instances, you know. Yeah. Um, but the Moriarty's good. Yeah. The first episode was. Um, we'll see if it keeps up, but I mean, it's you know, I'm, I like that a lot. Um, so we'll have to see on that. Um, one of the other big things I checked out, another like murder mystery type of thing. It reminds me of. It reminded me a lot of. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen or read uh, Durara. Have you ever uh, read no. that? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, it's kind of like that, but it's a show called um, Ikibukuro Westgate Park. Which is basically, it reminds me a lot of Dura because it basically revolves around like street gangs and like tackling right. like street crime and stuff like that. And the main guy is not a part of a gang, but he knows a lot of the people in the gang. And he, the first episode is like they take down like a local drug ring that like 
cause somebody to be high and like basically get in a car accident that hurt this one girl's mom. And so they're all trying to like take down this drug ring or something like that. Um, I'm not sure what like the overarching, cause it was, that was just basically like the introduction for it. Um, but I'm liking that a lot. Cause I like Dura a lot. I like that kind of like, you know, street level crime taking on, you know, other gangs and stuff like that. And you um, are, you need to fucking read everything that I read. Yeah, I know. You need to read Crows and Worst and, like, Rokodansha Blues or whatever it's called. You need to read that stuff because, like, Crows, everything by the same guy who made Crows, Worst, it's literally just that. It's yeah. delinquents fighting each other for no other reason but the, but fighting each other mm. and for honor and for pride and for territory, yeah. and that's all it is. And there's no superpowers except for we can get hit a lot. Yeah. And I fucking love it. Yeah, that's what I like about this, too. Yeah, there's no superpowers. I mean, it's just like, you know, some of the guys are good at fighting, but that's basically it. And then, you know, the only real superpower is that this gang is, like, humongous, so they've got people all over the place. So it's like the part that they're, like, trying to track the drug dealer to, like, figure out, like, where he's getting his drugs from and all that kind of stuff is just a bunch of people in the gang tailing the guy at, like, different points and, like, reporting back to each other. Like, that's the big superpower. So I like that. I just like that it's a little bit more grounded. Um, and I heard Joey, the anime man, talk about it because I think it's reading the synopsis. It's like based off a uh, like an urban mystery, urban crime novel that is apparently like super popular in Japan. Uh, like it's been adapted into like movies and live action shows and stuff a bunch. Um, and so he sung really high praises about it. So interesting okay. to see um, where that leads. Um, so I got that. And then um, one of the last things that I'll bring up uh, before we move into what you read was uh, the first two episodes are out. Because I think the – yeah, the second episode just aired yesterday of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't know if it has an English name. I was going to call it Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, but the first two episodes are for, out for that. Um, Dylan! Fuck, dude. You son of a the show bitch. looks so good. <laughs> I, I, I didn't check it. I'm not checking it out at all. It's – um. I think you. I think you should, because I mean, you read it, so obviously yeah. I read, I read the first that... like, maybe not even first fifteen chapters. I read. I read the first like, arc. Yeah. So like, I read this like that, I read. Like... I read them like them going to, get the girl from wherever she was at. I can't remember, remember that's, where she was that's at. That's the next. That's next week's episode. Yeah, I remember. Gonna have, they're gonna have the girl introduced. Yeah. Them like go get the girl and like and then they go do a mission. I remember. I remember reading that, like when I first got the app, mm-hmm. show, the show and jump app. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't remember reading anything past that. Yeah, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I haven't read it yet. Um, I kind of want to now though because I'm liking the story a lot. But it basically takes place in a world that like curses exist everywhere, and there are people that are basically like exorcists yeah. that take on these curses. Um, and the main character, who I assume at some point, they kind of they don't. They don't set it up, but they do that he's basically related to this ancient demon whose finger he swallows. Mm. Um, but basically, there's like a bunch of cursed objects. and There's curses, and then there's cursed objects in the world. And if you eat a cursed object, you like, I guess, take on that curse's power if you're able to withstand it or whatnot. So the main character eats the cursed finger of this super ancient, powerful curse that like killed a bunch of people and a bunch of exorcists back in the day. Um, he's like the only person that's able to stomach the power and like keep the demon in check or whatnot um 
I'm going to assume that he's related to this demon in some way. Like he's a lost descendant or something. Cause he looks very similar Yeah. from what they've seen in the OP and stuff. He looks like, he basically looks like a different version of, the, of that guy. He looks like the same kind of dude. Um, so I'm going to assume that like the reason that he's able to like withstand the power is that yeah. he's related to him in some way. Cause they already talk about, cause in the first episode he already is like a freakish person where he's like, yeah, He's, like, taking on the gym teacher because the gym teacher wants him to join, like, the track and field. And he, like, the gym teacher, like, does a shot put. And I think he throws it, like, 18 meters or something like that. And then the kid throws it, but he doesn't throw it like a shot put. He throws it like a baseball and, like, destroys, like, a soccer goalpost. Like, freakish gorilla strength that makes no sense. So he's already, like, an inhumane character before he eats the finger. So I, I, rem- I remember when I, like, six months ago when I first got the, the app... Mm-hmm. And I was like reading Naruto or One Piece or something. I was reading something, and mm-hmm. I was looking for new stuff to read. And I kept, I just kept noticing how much like, I mean, obviously these 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 manga things go through like, um, phases. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed like, oh man, they're clearly in like a supernatural phase right now because yeah. there are so many like demon things like this show and then like Demon Slayer before it ended. Yeah, there was like so many like. Like There's ghosty, a lot of demon stuff, ghost yeah. demon shit, you know, um, and I, I'm cool with that. Um, but this this art reminds me so much of Bleach, and mm-hmm. not like not saying that it looks similar. I mean, it does look similar. It's like very clean, mm-hmm. um, but just super stylish. And that's like to me like Kubo like nailed down. Like that's like spirit yeah. supernatural plus stylish. That's Kubo, um, yeah. and that that kind of reminds me. Uh, this reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Um, to an extent, it reminds me of like the Naruto, you know, yeah. like I'm a demon baby, I, or I got demon baby in me, demon stuff in it's me. It's very Naruto, yeah, where it's like you know, basically the whole thing is he's got a demon, a powerful demon inside them that like gives him power, and that's like basically Naruto in a nutshell. Yeah, I, so. I didn't read far enough to get to a rank structure or a captain um, system. I know there is one. I, I, I assume there is one, but yeah, they didn't really talk about it in here. I mean, basically the second episode is like him dealing with the fact that like he's going to gather all these other fingers of this demon and then he's going to die because I guess that's the only way you can kill the yeah. this, this cursed object. But he's like, he gets accepted into the school. He finds his own motivation to do this kind of thing, um, which was basically the arc of that. But there's really no like structure to it. it yeah, it just other rem- than like master student because you've got the it reminded me the the teacher and then you've got the other guy with the dogs that is like a fellow student it reminded me so much of like a mixture of like d gray man and like blue exorcist Mm. well like d gray man they're not in school but the main character uses like the demon in him to like kill demons and Mm. then Blue, blue exorcist is obviously about a school of exorcists and the main character happens to be like half demon so like and that part of the show isn't similar at all to this show, mm-hmm. to Jujutsu Kaisen. But like the way that they're, I mean, there's so many anime go like go into school shit or whatever. But like, yeah. it just there's so many similarities to like other supernatural things that aren't bad. They're mm-hmm. just like you know, there's only so many times you can reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Before you start seeming like you're you know similar and ex and certain things, mm-hmm. um, but the difference is that like the main character of this show is like confident. Yeah. At least from what I remember. Like he's not, he's not like, like he's trepidatious, but they also, he's like, yeah, I know I'm physical. 
Yeah, he's like super confident. Like, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm physically. He's confident, young. but I mean, especially like before he swallows the curse, he's like confident, but he doesn't want to like you. Like he doesn't want to join sports or anything like that. He just yeah. wants to have like an easy life, but he like knows he can do it if he wants to. Yeah. Um, which is basically like the resolution or whatever that he determines after he like gets accepted into school. He's like, I'm the only one that can do this. That's yeah. why I'm doing it. Um, so fuck you. Right. Basically. No, I, um, I definitely wanted to check yeah. more of it out. I think it will at some point. Yeah. And maybe, yeah. maybe I'll watch the anime, but I, I think I'll read the manga though. I still have the app, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, that was what cool. I, that was what I checked out. Jason. What is this true? Well, yes, it's true. I also have a fairly decent list uh, of things. Uh, The first thing I did was I I watched Burn the Witch. I talked to you about it through text. Mm -hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it for what it was. I think it looks great. The animation was really solid. Um, Every question I had from last week about how it connects to Bleach connects is even worse now that I've actually seen the show. Yeah. Um, I still don't understand how this is related to Soul Society. I don't understand how they explain there's two different Londons. I don't understand why the dragons matter or how the dragons relate to spirits or hollows. I don't understand any of that. Um, And if they're going to sit there and say it's in the same universe, I really need an explanation. Um, Mm. I wish that I got more content from the show. Um, I really wish it was a weekly thing or monthly thing so I could have more about the... um, the team structures and the organization structures of the, of, of Wingbind, because they, they didn't really break any of that down in the anime. Maybe Not they really. did in the manga. I didn't read the manga. They did. I mean, the, the anime is basically the four chapters of the manga that were released. And yeah, it's, there's not anything else in the manga either. Cause I, I can't tell if like, was the ink guy was that, is that one team? Like, was he the captain of one separate team? The way that I understand it is that, yeah, cause they have the board reading, they have yeah. the boardroom meeting where it's like basically the heads of all these different departments. So he's basically the head of this one department. Right. But the problem is that you don't see anybody else that's a part yes. of that group. The, the other problem is that you never, and this is me as professional, not manga creator, mm-hmm. unlike Tide Kubo, who is professional manga creator, um, I feel like you did a really bad disservice to your own success in power scaling. When you're gonna show me the captain of this whole unit, mm. and they're not as badass as they should be at first appearance, mm. like in Bleach, and I'm gonna use his own series to like compare what I'm saying, is that when Ichigo meets, goes to Soul Society, he fights other Soul Reapers. When he he fights like um like Sergeant level like. Know, assistant captain characters mm-hmm. and he has he struggles with them first and you know, does is either eventually wins and he fights like renji who's not a captain and then when he fights a captain he, he's like he can't even do anything at first right mm-hmm. so he sets up the level that ichigo has to get to well mm-hmm. they show in burn the witch they show that the pipers who are supposed to be lowly low tier characters um can hang not necessarily on a 1v1 fight but he, they can hang with this leader of an entire unit of people mm-hmm. and then that this leader of the entire unit can't beat this dragon because the dragon is so powerful but then you show who kills the dragon 
being the leader of the Pipers with one finger. So the mm-hmm. power scaling so wacky from the get go mm-hmm. that I'm unsure. Like people treat this guy from the episodes at least like the Pipers are nobody, and this guy's like, like they 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 talk like low brow to this guy, except for that mm-hmm. one lady who calls him like Mister Something Junior. Yeah. So maybe you know some people don't know that this guy has a hierarchy system in his own life or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But clearly, the leader of the Pipers is like some powerful motherfucker, enough to kill this magical magic mastery dragon with one finger beam. Like, he, yeah, he fucking Yusuke's this motherfucker with one shot, and it's no problem, right? Yeah. So like, either Kubo's gonna pull Bleach, where he's like, oh, this guy was a captain of something else, he got demoted, mm-hmm. or he's always been this powerful but has never cared about it, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But my problem is that with the um ink guy was that they should have showed a different they should have showed a, a lesser person in that organization mm. it should have been like a vice captain or like you know yeah a person who's still stronger than the piper characters but not the boss because mm-hmm. now you're showing that like you know well the pipers were able to, to get around the dragon and do enough not to fight it but do enough to like you know not get killed right so now i'm kind of like okay well is the is the ink guy really that strong? Because clearly he's nobody compared to the one shot guy, right? You know what I mean? Like it's just weird power scaling that like yeah. in show and shonen you really have to focus on at the get go. Because if mm-hmm. you don't focus on that, you really can throw off your entire thing. Or the, maybe the inker people aren't that strong, and mm-hmm. maybe the other characters at the round table are just that much stronger. Yeah, maybe possibly. maybe maybe it's pipers, inkers, and then the sabers at the top or something. Yeah, because of what their jobs are, I don't know. Like, what's what? What were the inkers' jobs? I don't. I don't remember. They don't say. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the problem. Is that yeah? I mean, there's just a lot of world building that still has yet to be done that hasn't really been addressed yet. Uh, like, like maybe with this even series. maybe even the ink guy is trying to be a saber because that's their job is the most. It seems like whether they describe it as the most like forceful unit is going yeah. to be the sabers because that's the, name... the only that's the only one that you kind of get a hinting of like scale or like tiers is that i mean the way the characters talk about it is that basically like the sabers are the top but below yeah. that there's not really any order. definitive structure or order as to who goes where yeah. power and like and like so. not even and i wouldn't even need a power order if i just knew what the jobs were yeah like if inkers were like containment units mm-hmm. which make like okay well you need to be strong because you could have you can have strong magic yeah but you're not a fighter so it makes sense like the Piper's jobs isn't to fight. Yeah. So I get why you wouldn't be a all-out brute strong fighter because it's not your job. Yeah. You know, and if you do get that ability, then you would be transferred to a different unit. I, that to me that makes sense. Um, yeah. But with only four episodes or four chapters, those questions in me that like rank structure and power scaling, like that's like a, one of the things I love about Shonen stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't have that yet, so I want more. That's that's right. really it. Other than that, it's great. Animation mm-hmm. was great. I think the two characters are really fun together. Yeah. Um, I don't think the boy. Matt, he's kind I don't, of. I don't. I don't really give a shit about him. Yeah. Um, or he's, his. He's, he's not. Or really how bad. he. Ra- or how he randomly got a sword for no reason. Like I don't. I don't. This shit didn't make any sense because he's in the. He's a bigger. He's a bigger part of the. Uh, of the of the one shot. Yeah. That was released like a year or so ago. 
he's like the main focus of that. But even then, I was just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really enjoy his character that much. Yeah, I don't care. Um, I much prefer the the girls. The yeah. girls are better. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens with that. I'm excited to see more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched that, and then I went ahead and watched Netflix was added or not Netflix Amazon Prime mm. has added a ton of Nicolas Cage movies. Oh fuck, dude! So in one of those movies being Gone in sixty seconds, which Ooh. is a fantastic movie. Classic. Obviously, classic. it's a remake of an older movie, but it's a classic two thousand. Nicholas Cage movie, stacked cast, stacked cast. It's uh, Nick Cage. Jolie with yep. dreads. Angelina Jolie. It's uh, what's his name? Rabicio. Um, George Lopez in that movie? No, no. It's the what's the what's his brother's name? It's the guy from Friends, and the guy from Sneaky Pete. It's uh, something Rabicio. I can't remember his name. He plays. In, he's in Friends. Um, but. Timothy Oliphant is in it. Um, it's a stat cast. It's really great. And it could have been better in the sense that they could have made it a Fast and Furious before Fast and Furious. It could have been Oceans before Oceans, like the Oceans that we like. But they just didn't take time to uh, to really explain most of the characters. Because even Khan's in it, too. It's funny. Like, um, the son can. What's his name? Scott Khan? Hmm. He's in it as well. Scott Con from Hawaii Five O reboot, and he plays the um, other brother in Oceans. Huh? No, how how um, Casey Affleck and his brother in Oceans. Mm-hmm. Scott Con is the other brother. Oh, him. Okay. Yeah, the, the son of infamous actor James Can Con. Okay. Yeah, he he's in Gone in sixty seconds as well. He plays one of Rabicio's gotcha. crew members because they're all the car thieves. Um, but it goes to show me that, and it made me sad because I was thinking of it like for a, it happened and this, this happened to a couple people and I want to, I want to ask, see what you think about this. Okay. So I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I, I think he's top 10 actors of all time mm-hmm. and people would probably be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, he's amazing. He's amazing. Nick Cage he, has, is amazing. He, he has amazing movies and he sure he has a roster of bad movies, but he's amazing movies as well. Yeah. Um, after the village, mid two thousands, late two thousands, whatever it is, we just lost him for ten years. Yeah, it's we a long just time. No, Hollywood just stopped caring, mm-hmm. and we lost some good years. We could have had amazing movies from Nicolas Cage. Yeah, um, like in his prime, like where he was like still like, I don't mean to talk about body size, but younger Nick Cage. Like yeah. he could have looked like you no know, younger, like like National Treasure, Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. We we lost prime time years. And the same thing applies to Brendan Fraser, where yes. he's still great now. He's older. He looks older. He's a little chubbier. It's not bad. Yeah. Just like we could have had, we lost like ten years of like prime time, like ripped, like yeah. smaller, more leading man looking. Mm-hmm. Um, Brendan Fraser. I'll get to that a little bit later in my my view list. But mm-hmm. after watching Gone in sixty seconds again for the billionth time, it just made me so mad because we could have had another three or four like prime time con air yeah you no know, snake eyes like we could the rock too we could have had some prime time movies that mm-hmm. we will never get now because of just like age and like ability yeah um, not that he wouldn't do those movies because he definitely would because he needs the money but like yeah. it's the point like you know he's so good in this movie and his name is rad do you remember his name in this movie 
I can't remember. It's Memphis Reigns. Memphis. I knew it was something like some city or state or something. It's it's like Randall Reigns, but he goes by Memphis Reigns. I don't know why, but I wanted to say like Montana something. Is he? Is there a Montana somewhere else? I feel like, I feel he, like there's a Montana somewhere. He has else. he has cool character names in every movie he does. He's always got some good character names. But yeah, Memphis um, Memphis is a good name. So this movie's great. I love it. Um, it's a great 2000s movie, and it has exactly that vibe. Yep. has exactly that vibe in it. So, uh, I'll speak. I'll speaking of Brendan Fraser. I rewatched for the first time in a long time the movie Airheads. I don't think you've ever watched that movie. So it's a comedy movie about three Hesher metalheads, and it's okay. a band called the Lone Rangers, and they want it, They're trying to. They're trying to break in the industry, and no one, no radio stations will take their demo tape. This is like back in the early '90s, obviously. Right. And the band is Brendan Fraser as the lead singer, guitar player, okay. long hair, biker jacket, you know, jeans. Like this is like prime time, like hot boy Brendan Fraser. Okay. The drummer. This is George of the Jungle time. Hmm. Uh, before. Oh. Okay. I, this is before, I believe. So he's like he's like thin, he's like lean, so yeah. super early nineties. Um, drummer is Adam Sandler. Okay. Bass player is Steve Buscemi. Okay. So it's a, it's a three member band and they're trying to they break into this radio station they drop their demo off for this guy to play on a, on a rock radio station, and I'm pretty sure the radio host is the guy who plays, the uh, from Criminal Minds the guy who plays the backup to Jason, um, what's the actor's name the, the guy who plays fucking, Inigo Montoya, um, oh um Mandy Patinkin Mandy Patinkin it's the guy who replaces him. Okay. I'm pretty sure Joe oh, something. The, uh, Joe something. Joe uh Mantagno. Mantagno. No, it's um Mantagna. Joe Mantagna, yeah. I'm pretty I could be wrong cuz I didn't google it, but I'm pretty sure the host of the radio show is Joe Mantagna. He looks just like him but younger. I could be wrong, but it looks just like him and it sounds like him too. So I'm I'm assuming it's him. So it's these three rock three metalheads, three heshers break into this radio station to drop this demo tape off and uh, they have fake toy guns that are full of pep, like hot hot sauce and one of the, the radio station CEO guy GM pisses off Steve Buscemi so he pulls out the fake gun and they now are now kidnapped hostage, hostage negotiated this radio station and it's about how they, they try to escape. They can't because someone called the cops, a.k.a. Kramer from Seinfeld, who's in the station. Oh, my God. Calls the cops. And he's what sneaking, is this cast? He's sneaking around the radio station, like physical comedy. Um, so now the three the three band members have officially uh, are holding hostages. And they didn't mean to because they're airheads. Mm-hmm. They just want their band to be playing in the radio station. Um and it's funny, it's goofy, it all takes place at the radio station, um, okay. and it has sort of a diehard vibe, kind of, because the cops come and they're trying to negotiate, mm-hmm. and do you want to guess who the um, cops are? Just take a guess, anybody. Hmm. Early 90s. Chris Rock? I, no. You're, you're in the right path, though. I told you mm-hmm. the name of the other, I told you so it's, so it's. Brendan Fraser is the is the weird one. Yeah. The other two, it's Steve Buscemi and it's Adam Sandler, early nineties. Right. So the there's a rookie cop who comes mm-hmm. in. It's Chris Farley. 
his superior sergeant is Ernie Hudson. Oh shit, Ernie Hudson. So this movie is like and people Ghostbusters like, the, the reviews are bad for this movie, but like this is a fucking fun movie. Like it's a okay. great nineties comedy movie about a band and there's a bit in the movie that makes me laugh so much where Joe Mantegna I don't know if it's actually him or not he said, hey give, give me your tape what's your band name I'm, I'm, you're, we're on the air and Brendan Fraser's like well we're the we're the Lone Rangers mm-hmm. and he's like hold on isn't that kind of fucking dumb the Lone Rangers how are you lone you've got each other you got each other like that, that shouldn't it be the three Rangers and they're like I don't get what you're trying to say. <laughs> um, so the Airheads, it's, it's really funny. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's a great movie. Okay. And then I watched the Netflix docu-series, documentary movie, uh, American Murder, Family Next Door. I did watch this, actually, too. I forgot forgot to bring yes. it up, but I did watch it. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I thought it was really well done. It's really well done. Um, that guy's a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Um. But that lady is also crazy. <laughs> uh, which one? The the one who died? The the wife. Yeah. The wife, funny, is, the wife is a little cuckoo. I'm not is, blaming her. No, yeah. It's her fault. No. But she's a funny because, again, I, I watched True Crime with my girlfriend and we're watching it. And I kept laughing and be like, this lady's fucking psycho, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's a little crazy, man. You know? Um, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying she... Also, it's like, I mean, I'm not saying it's her fault or anything, but like... You probably shouldn't like badmouth your husband's parents and like say that they're terrible yeah. fucking people and that he should never see them again. Like that's probably not a good thing to do. Yeah. Regardless of like whether your husband is a psychopath or yeah. not, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a good thing to do. Yeah. Um but also like the way they made it, it's such it's so crazy with like having the body cam footage and like being able to see the piece well, of that, shit like it's just like being in the age of social media where it's like she's one of those people that yeah. is obsessed with like doing Facebook lives because so much. I would say well, so I of the dialogue in this movie. I didn't Facebook get lives. why she kept doing that, and then my girlfriend was like, because okay. she's a, she's she's a she's a um, her job was in sales, mm. so she was, she apparently she was explaining to me like she's like a um, I know multi-tier that they, they marketer. One point that she like worked, she basically worked from like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, that's what. So that's exactly why you know those people who go on Facebook and like try to sell you shit like life stuff. So that makes more sense to me. I was like, oh, okay, so she's a multi-level scheme marketer person yeah she's an mlm person right it makes more sense to me um but yeah i I thought it was really well done with the idea of like we're showing body cam we can see the guy like be a piece of shit like you know yeah on camera and hear him be a piece of shit so i really like the documentary um uh, really well done even though I knew the ending, it was still really well done. Apparently, I forgot the ending for a little bit because I started it because I remember because I was working, you know, in news when like this story went on, and I remember running this story on air. I remember running that original package where it was like it was like the the, the day after his wife went missing or whatever, and he does that interview. Yeah, it's and everybody goes back to where like this fucking piece of shit knew that his wife and kids were oh, dead yeah. and still did this interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna I want to tell you a quick story, not about me, but about a friend of mine. And you know my friend. I'm just not gonna say his name because he still mm. works in the, in the he still works in the biz. Right. Um. He told me this story that when he was interning, uh, back before he became a reporter, mm-hmm. uh, or a full no job report, he was interning. He was doing a story about a missing wife. I can't mm. remember where he was at. Um. But he went to the guy's house to do a one on one, 
interviewed the guy in his house. The guy was crying, all, all the whole jazz. Mm-hmm. And then they left. And the next day, the cops arrested him because his wife was cut up in his bathtub. God. And my friend was like, literally, if I went to go pee. You would have seen it. I, oh I'm, de- I'm dead. I'm dead. Because it's there. You know, like, yeah. He interviewed me with the ba- like a bo- body, you know. Um, oh, God. So it's, it's stuff like that, man. Um, it's insane, man. So I watched that, and then I watched Challenger. Yes. So I watched I watched Challenger. Um, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, I I mentioned last week and week before whenever you talked about it mm-hmm. that I I just I don't know enough about shuttle era stuff. I, I again I yeah. I watched most of my NASA stuff is Apollo Mercury stuff, mm-hmm. um, and shuttle era stuff. I just don't know enough about. So to me, this is all, I didn't this know is all much new. About it either, yeah. This is all new to me. Um, but it was really well done. I liked it a lot. Uh, I hope they do more, just in general. You yeah, know. I would love to do more about you know just NASA stuff in general, man. It's always great. But not not even tragedy stuff, but just other stuff in general would be really great. Yeah. Um, so that uh, I'll hit a couple of these real fast. Still watching Criminal Intent. I'm on season two. Okay. And then episode three of Fargo was last week. Uh, enjoying it. Still really well done. Still need to watch that. You should watch it because this episode, uh, last week's episode, introduced a U.S. Marshal mm. who is a Mormon. Okay. I guess back in a time where, I didn't know that, but I guess apparently in Kansas City you couldn't be Mormon. Like it wasn't allowed or something. They were, they'll, they'll arrest you or shoot you or something, apparently. Mm. Something like that. I'll but, have to go back and rewatch or listen to the Mormon series. From but the last um, podcast, maybe they talked about that. I can't remember. In typical uh, Fargo fashion, there's a bunch of different you know, threads being tied together, mm-hmm. um, and there's two characters who are uh, escaped convicts, and the U.S. Marshal's hunting them down, and the U.S. Marshal's the Mormon character, and it's Timothy Oliphant. Okay. <laughs> so nice. he, he plays once again. He's playing a U.S. Marshal, just not playing Raylan Givens. He's playing someone else. But um. Okay. It's really good. I'm really enjoying the season so far. It's a really great, uh, cool crime story going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, lastly, I want to say this before we move on. Mm-hmm. Is that there's a docu-series coming out from Showtime um, called The Comedy Store, which is based okay. on the comedy store in L.A. Okay. And the history of the comedy store and how it got so big and how it created a bunch of these stars and how it was, you know, all this stuff. Right. And it has a ton of different interviews with comedians in it. You know, Bill Burr's in it, and uh, Bob Saget's in it. And I assume Joe Rogan is in it somewhere. Um, not in the first episode. Okay. Um, he's he, the guy who, who who's making it is a, a filmmaker and a former comedian. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen a stand up before, but apparently he's, there's footage of him at the store doing stand up. So I, he's okay. a he's a famous comedian, and he's talking to these comedians, and they all know who he is. Yeah. But he's talking to a lot of people who are currently still really popping. Mm-hmm. And then people who were famous in the 80s, 90s. Um, Tom Segura in there? Uh, not yet, no. Okay. I don't know I don't know if Tom Segura is that active at the store. I don't know enough, obviously. I think he is. I don't know. I um, bet you I'll, I know who won't be in it. Who? Chris D'Elia. <laughs> well, I think he's a Laugh Factory guy, I thought. I, I, I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure he's talked about doing the sets at the Comedy Store. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do all of them because it just makes yeah. more, most sense. I know a lot of his stuff on YouTube is from the Laugh Factory, but I don't think the Comedy Store has much stuff out on YouTube. At least well, I don't. I haven't seen much from the Comedy Store. They they interview like J.J. Walker, 
mm-hmm. who you know is dynamite. You know, like that. You know, old seventies yeah. actors. They interview. Um, Polly Shore's not in it, but he's going to be probably because his mom was the owner of the store. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think who else was in it. They uh, Bob, like I said, Bob Saget. Yeah. Seinfeld's in it, not as a direct interview, but he's in it as well. Okay. Um, I believe Chris Rock. I don't know. Chris, I actually Chris, don't. Chris Rock's in it, I believe. I, I'm pretty sure he's, he's. They used a couple clips of him in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk. They talk about Whitney. She's in it. Mm. Um, a lot of comedians from the '80s. Mm-hmm. And they they talk about like how the store is huge and making you know Dice Clay and all these famous comedians. Yeah. Um, and it's weekly coming out. So this episode was just just a creation of it and like kind of the general overview. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to next week or this week and what they talk about because I'm a huge fan of comedy history. Oh, mm-hmm. the, so this the big ones were this. Sorry, I completely spaced until now. They have like little chapters of the of the episode where they talk about big names, mm-hmm. and like it's like Jay Leno, David Letterman, Jamie mm-hmm. Walker, all that kind of stuff. So, those were the big, big, big names. Um, okay. And also Freddie Prince was, oh, okay. was a big part of the episode too. So all that like late seventies, early eighties, um, ginormous comedian names like you no know, Freddie Prince, like I said, Jay Leno, David Letterman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really care about Freddie Prince. I never really seen any of his stuff. All I know about him is his son. Yeah, that's all I that's all I thought of. I was like, oh wait, yeah. that's not Freddie Prince Jr. That's his dad. All I know about Freddie Prince is that he killed himself. Um I didn't even know that. Yeah, he, he, he committed he committed suicide. He shot himself in the face, I believe. But his Man, roommate his best friend was also a comedian, and the mm-hmm. legend is that he used his friend's gun and his friend got it for him. And they interviewed his friend in the docuseries. Mm-hmm. And then they have this little back and forth, and Dave Letterman's in it, and David Letterman's like, "Well, I heard something else," and like, they mm-hmm. interview Jay Leno, so they they're interviewing a lot of really famous comedians about the store, because um, mm-hmm. Mitzi Shore, the owner, and Paula Shore's mom, she passed away a couple years ago, mm-hmm. so they do a whole big thing where they they walk into her office for the first time, and it's never been touched, never been changed. They're like they're pointing stuff out, and mm-hmm. it's really cool. And the reviews are kind of rough on it. Like the mm-hmm. I was looking at the reviews, and they're saying it's kind of like a C grade. Like hmm. an eh documentary, and I'm like, I watched the first episode and I was confused because I thought it was really well done. And like nothing, I didn't read these reviews. I saw them being like, yeah, it's like a sixty percent, sixty five percent. And I'm like, how are you gonna? Is it not like educational? Because it's not supposed to be funny. It's a right. docu. Like it wasn't funny. It's a docu series. Yeah. About oh. comedy. Is it um, like critics that are saying this, or just like random? Yeah, people? it's like like critics. You know, critics. Interesting. Hmm. Um, and I, I didn't get it because to me it was like, it's been, it was really well done from the first episode at least, you know, mm-hmm. um, I saw a review, it was from fucking, maybe it wasn't like IndieWire or some, something. It was like, yeah, hmm. it's whatever. And I was like so confused because that was such a well done documentary, but yeah, that's very strange. That's all I did this week. So okay. we can move it's quite into, a bit. Yeah, man. Always for both of us. Had a lot of time. Beat him up, guys! Go for broke! Check stuff out. Um, what do you want to hit next, man? What do you want to do? Oh, uh, we can hit a couple of the news items. There's a couple, okay. of, couple of news items. All right. Uh, Let me... We got one! What do you want to hit up first, man? This damn virus, dude. This son of a bitch virus. 
took away the Matrix, took away Dune. Now it's taken away freaking the Batman mm-hmm. again. Another year, 2022. <sighs> I hate it, dude. I hate this. Yeah, and, I, and I bet it's going to take away Ghostbusters, too. Tell me that. I bet it will. Uh, my heart can't take it anymore. Because uh. Disney's moving Soul to yeah. Disney Plus. I, I'm I, surprised I, they haven't said anything else because I thought Black Widow was supposed to come out in December. I'm surprised they haven't delayed that again. Didn't they delay that again? I don't think so. I think it was still supposed to come out years in December. I hadn't seen anything. I else think they about delayed it. it again. I swear. Yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised they're not just going to do the Milan thing and just be like, all right, we're sick of this. Just put it on VOD. Maybe they saw that Milan didn't make that much money. So, I, Well, I saw an article, I swear, from like Collider or like Dateline or Dateline from like Deadline, Dateline. where it was like Disney claimed that Mulan made this much money, but in reality it didn't. And I, yeah. I there's no I way it made that much not, money that, this, that I, they're I claiming. What they're saying is that it probably made, they're probably counting like the people that have like, Disney Plus subscriptions, even though, man, well, they can't be because it has to be because you have to buy Mulan separately. So yeah, the mm. only I think they were claiming like two hundred some like three hundred million dollars or some bullshit, mm. right? I don't know. I, there's no way it made any money because I've heard like nobody talk about about that movie except that they didn't want to watch it. So. um Screen Rant says it made $35 million opening hmm. weekend. Okay. But I swear people were saying, like, they were, like, saying it made, like, a ton of fucking money. Interesting. And, like, that's not clearly what it, what it did. Unless they're trying to count people who also bought subscriptions just to watch this movie. But, like, that's not... Eh. So, yeah, here's an article from com, And it says... A new report suggests Mulan's Disney Plus release made north of two hundred million. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. there's other articles say no, it made thirty-five million in opening weekend. I so, would believe thirty-five million, especially because I feel like nobody talked about it. I mean, I've seen people talk about it, but it wasn't good. <laughs> the only people I've seen talk about it are the people that were like, "This movie is worthless. Don't watch this movie." <laughs> yeah, every review I saw of the movie was like, "It makes no sense." They say they wanted to be grounded, yet they added a witch in it, and then there's no dragon. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah man. Like, between... why I wouldn't want them to put Black Widow on Disney+, Plus because I, I wouldn't care. Mm. Do you care about Black Widow at all? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it looks fun. I really don't care about it for Black Widow. I care more about it for the fact that Taskmaster's in it, and I think Taskmaster... Taskmaster is an interesting villain. But knowing Disney Plus and the way that they do, or knowing Disney and the way they do their villains in Marvel, he's probably going to be boring, generic, mercenary guy, which I'm not going to like. Um, yeah. Because as a character, Taskmaster is interesting. Um, but he's really the only reason I like even have interest in the movie. Because I really don't care about Black Widow as a character that much. It's also too late because like, I know she's dead. So I don't really know yeah, why I, I have to um, care about it. I don't care about this movie or anything that happens in this movie. I mean, I care about this more than like any of the other Marvel movies that are coming out, which is like, I mean, I don't care about those at all. So, well, like, like which ones? Anything Shows? slated? Anything slated? I'm interested in Shang-Chi. I, I, I don't care. 
it's I'm not sure, going to be if if Iron Fist is any in in indication. It's not going to be a very well done martial arts movie. So I think they're going to make it better martial arts because they have a Chinese or a Asian guy as the lead. Mm. I think that alone they're going to be like they had Asian girls the female lead in Iron Fist. Yeah, but the white guy. Yeah, Danny Rand. White people I mean, can do martial arts though. Yeah, of course they can. I've seen Scott Atkins. I watch him every week. Oh yeah, Good on stuff, his po- on, on his podcast. He's a I'm, podcast. It's called the the Art of Action. You should check it out. Every week he he interviews action and stunt stars okay. throughout the throughout history, and last week he interviewed Steven Seagal, and all the comments were like, "This is gonna action be action stars." All Steven the Seagal. all the co- no, hey, hold on now, hold on, let's let's put some spec on his name, mm-hmm. okay. He has some. Banging... I've been watching too much Tom Segura to put respect he, on yes, his Yes, yeah, he has some killer action movies from the late '80s, early '90s. He absolutely does. Okay, yeah. Um, Above the Law is amazing. Under Siege. Yeah. Yes, he has amazing movies. Now, everything else past that, he is it's, it's fucking Steven Seagal. But yeah. those those like that like era of like eight years, mm. there's some good movies there for for what they are. Um, he interviews. Uh, St- St- Steven Seagal, and I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. I hit play on it to to, to check it out, and I scroll. First, I do is pause the video, mm. scroll down. The comments are like, "This is going to be a good one," or <laughs> or like, because um, every interview that Scott does, it's so well done. And Scott mm. is such a good interview because you can tell he loves action movies because obviously yeah. he's, he's an action star. Mm. But like he, he's like the current era. Or he's like, there's like no one else. So him, and Michael J. White are like yeah. the current, you know. At, Action guys, yeah. Obviously, Tony Jaa, mm-hmm. um, Iku Uwais, yeah. like those are the last, the current bastion of like action guys, yeah. or you know, stars in general. So like Scott Atkins is probably the biggest one, yeah. Um, and he interviews a ton of people. He's interviewed people from the '90s that I remember watching as a kid, being like, "Oh my god, I thought I thought of you in years." Yeah. He's interviewed Dolph Lundgren. He's oh, done. Yeah. He's interviewed um, a lot of Jackie Chan stunt team. He did the last week. He did that. One of the guys from Jackie Chan's stunt team. He did. He's done a lot of guys who are and girls. Cynthia Rothrock too. He's I wanna, great. I want to. I need to listen to that then. Because I mean, I've done a little bit with like action stuff. Because I know Node on their stuff. They have the. Mm-hmm. They have their series where they break down the stuntman. Yeah. And they have their stuntman stuff, and so I've heard hearing those guys' interviews talking about you know being a stunt coordinator and this stuff is, like this, that. This is. This is. You can't even compare it. Mm-hmm. Because you have, I love those the corridor videos. I think they're really fun. Yeah. But this is a stunt martial artist talking to stunt people about stunt stuff. Yeah. And he breaks down their martial art background. He breaks down mm-hmm. the movies they're in, their famous scenes, and like it, it's it's so it's such a well done podcast and it's a video yeah. podcast as well. So you can okay. go on his on his YouTube channel and watch it. But the comments to the Steven Seagal video were like. It's gonna be super. Gonna be edited, I bet. And like, people didn't down like it. People liked it because it's it's Steven Seagal. People like, yeah, I want to see Scott talk to Steven Seagal. But so I hit play after reading the comments, and I scroll a little bit past the intro, and Scott's like, I can't remember the exact line. This is like again like a week ago, mm-hmm. where he's like, well, you no, know, so like as like a white, you're like the first white guy to ever like teach like Aikido, right, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, and Steven Seagal goes. Well, first off, I'm not white. My my dad is, my dad is 
Native American, blah, 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 blah. My mom is Jewish or whatever the fuck, Hungarian or whatever. And I had to pause the video, hit back, and I said, I'm sorry, Scott, I can't do it. (laughs) I can't do it. I'll watch any other person. But when I see a clear as fuck white guy say, I'm not white. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was literally a Tom Segura Segura bit. I really hope that someone clips that and sends it to fucking your mom's house. I'm waiting for the clip of your from your mom's house to pop up where they talk about this interview. Then. No, I, I I want them someone to clip that part of this, just that one bit of the podcast being like I'm not white, just yeah. the Tom Segura. Um, yeah, uh, so, but you should watch the podcast. It's really it's really well done. Um, okay, yeah, I definitely. And, and that what out. they do is with this, the really smart thing he does is that every week before the podcast comes out of the the next interview. He posts mm-hmm. like an intro, like primer clip of like okay. highlights, highlights of the star. Okay. So if, I, if I don't know who the star is, I, I, I watch the video and I see, and like I've actually watched movies because of that the last couple of weeks. Oh. These are all like 80s, 90s, like action movies. Yeah. Um, and one of those movies is called, um, oh God, early 90s, I believe, mid 90s, uh, Perfect Weapon or Perfect Killer. It's mm. something like that. Perfect something. And it's about a white guy who okay. does like karate. And he like comes back to his hometown and he has to fight a bunch of Korean mafia guys. And it's it, it, interview came out recently. But the main lead star in it is Mariska Haggerty of Law and Order SVU. Oh. So it's just, just a little coincidence. Okay. So I don't know how we got here from movies from Black Widow. I can't remember. Oh, it was like... I don't know. It was that 12 Steps to Hitler where it was like, it was Black Widow to Shang-Chi to martial arts Shang-Chi, to white yes. people to Steven Shang, Seagal. Shang-Chi. I, I'm looking forward to Shang-Chi, man. Cause, um, I, I've said before, I'll say it again, and I always have to clarify this to give mm-hmm. myself some PC modern day 2020 street cred. I'm Asian American. I'll take my glasses off so people can see. Yeah, I'm Asian American because people don't okay. believe me sometimes until I take my glasses off and they go, "Oh my god, you look really fucking Asian." <laughs> Zach, do I look Asian with my glasses off? You look Asian, but I mean, to me, you look Asian with your glasses on. So per- there you go. But with my glasses off, it's like, oh wow, your eyes are really, so- your eyes, are, your eyes are really Fair. small. Um, Shang Chi being the first Asian lead mm-hmm. Marvel movie, I don't give two fucks about. Mm-hmm. I don't give two fucks about right. I want it to be a good martial arts movie, so I'll yeah. watch it. Still, Blade is still the number one. Yeah, Blade is number one. Number sure. one. And they just announced a 4K of Blade. They did uh, Blade, and then they also are doing Moon Knight. I like Moon Knight a lot. Moon, so Knight, I'm down Moon for Knight would be cool. Moon Knight would be cool. Yeah. Um, but it's not Blade. Yeah, no. This, this, this will be the first time in the, like... Because we got magic, we got like spiritual, like martial arts with like with like uh, Iron Fist. This is the first time we're getting like paranormal, like supernatural, right? In the MCU, um, we've had magic. We haven't had like supernatural. I think so. Like Daredevils had the magic ninjas and yeah. all that kind of shit, and we've had yeah, Doctor I don't Strange. Think it was, like, Ghosts or anything like, like that. Like ghosts, yeah. vampires, demons. We've had demons of Doctor Strange, but like, you know, stuff like that. This is the first time we're going to get like, you know, actual, hey, there's another world existing a lo- with us, mm-hmm. you know. 
again, Mahershala Ali being 50, I don't have a lot of high hopes for him doing high back spin kicks. <laughs> um, but who knows? Is he really 50? He's 50, dude, right? Damn. All right. Let me do a double check real quick. Mahershala. How the fuck do you spell that? Mahershala. Here we go. I mean, he's Mahershala. probably definitely going to be 50 by the time Blade comes out. He's, four, like he's 46. So Yeah, so he'll be 50 by then. Hold on. How old is Wesley Snipes? We, we, did, we did this before, but I'm doing it again. How old is Wesley Snipes? How old is he? He's 58. Wesley Snipes is like 50, yeah. He's 58. Yeah. So hold on. 58. Remember that number, 58. Okay. So 2020 minus 1998, 22. So 58 minus 22. He was 30. He's a decade younger than Mahersha Ali when Blade came out. And he's a martial artist. Yeah. Already. We've seen him in fucking... We saw him in fucking Demolition Man. He you was, saw him in Blade. He was yoked. So yeah. like when Blade comes out, I'm not, I'm not like too. I'm not like wow, Wesley Snipes. Like I've seen you do back spin kicks. It looks fucking yeah. good. Um, I wonder if they're gonna have Frost. Mm. Or are they gonna I have? I hope they don't. I kind of hope they just do their own thing. Do you want there are other vampires? Should there be a Whistler? There definitely needs to be Whistler. The real problem is, do you need to have Ryan Reynolds in it? <laughs> Oh, Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel with her laser bow and arrow. Laser bow whip. and arrow. Well, moving on to more important good news. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 has officially yes. gone gold. Beat them up, guys! Go for no more delays, thank God. No more delays, unless they can come out and be like, hey, the factory... Um, Factory oh, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, unless the factory messed something up. Yeah, the factory messed something up. This is good news, man, because we're a month away from so um, close, man. From 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 it coming out. That's really exciting to me because I've been we've been waiting so fucking long between it's between the delays or an whatever. Extra year at this point. Seriously, an extra year. It was supposed to come out in like yeah, it was originally supposed to come out in like March. Yeah, no, last, April. last March. April. Yeah, April. April. And then so yeah, I'm, I'm delayed to. What was it? It went from April to September, right? And then September I, to November. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking I'm looking really forward to this, man. I, I've been so hyped. The, no. hardest, the hardest problem now is trying to make sure that I can get an Xbox. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Um, hopefully, it's doable. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be, be one of those flip of the coins. I'm not even, like, trying to buy a PS5. Because of that whole pre-order debacle. Oh yeah, no, no way. But um, but yeah, hopefully an Xbox will be attainable. Um, for that, that would uh, be nice. I I really also uh, agree. I concur with that. Mm-hmm. Um, did you look at this Resident Evil stuff? I know. So I'm assuming that this is the Netflix Resident Evil. It's like an animated series, or is this like an a legit? This is like, like a new movie. I didn't even know they were doing a new movie. Yeah, this is like a because I knew new. that they were doing because Netflix has like an animated series coming out for Resident Evil yes. that is focusing on like the Red there's Field there systems. is three Resident Evil things happen. There's the animated one. Okay. There's the Netflix live action thing with like Wesker or whatever. Oh yeah, they are doing a Wesker series too. I forgot about that. And then there's this one, which is like a full cast. So this is like a reboot, right? Yeah, this is like a reboot. I just, I, I don't care. If, I mean, listen, I guess... Well, who's directing it? I don't know. It's being directed by... Hold on. 
Hold on. Star. Johans Roberts, who made 47 meters down. I never uh, watched 47 meters down. But the cast is like. I mean, it's got Robbie Amell. I like Robbie Amell a lot. Um, but it has Neil, Mc, has Neil McDonough, and I love him. I don't remember him. Look up Neil McDonough. You'll know exactly who the fuck he is. Neil McDonough. Okay. You've seen him in a lot of shit. Neil McDonough. Oh, there he is right there. Oh, that yeah. guy. I love to that me, guy. To me, most notably from Band of Brothers, but he's also been justified. He's in a lot of different shows. He was in... Um, I'm pretty sure he was in that um, joke Die Hard movie that came out mm. like a couple of years ago. What was it called? He's a working Maybe actor, that was, man. Maybe that was, yeah, it was. Game Over Man, which is basically the workaholic guys doing like Die Hard. The, now, the, um, the, the big thing is, so Robbie Ammo playing Chris Redfield. Yes. The biggest problem I don't know I if have, he's jacked enough for that. The biggest problem I have is this Avin, the guy from fucking jo- uh, Victorious, Avin Jogia. Hmm. He's going to play fucking Leon S. Kennedy. So, hold on. So who's who's doing what now? Avin Jogia. J-O-G-I-A. I really don't care about who's playing. He's going to play it, Leon. Or do they even have... Jill in here, or is it yeah, just... Yeah, H- Hannah John Common came in. She's playing Jill. Hmm. And she's. I think she played the... Um, she was Ant-Man. I think she played the... What's it called? Hmm. Ant-Man 2, the other character. The, um, uh, the ghost? Yeah, she played that character. Okay. And then Tom Hopper is going to play... Wesker, I don't remember who Tom Hopper is. Oh, Tom Hopper is the guy from fucking Umbrella Academy. He plays um, Space Boy. And that's a cool pick. Okay. Tom that's Hop- a cool pick. Tom Hopper. I could see him being a Wesker. But the other the characters, like, I don't love the idea of... I don't know what even game this is going to be based off of, though. This is, the, this, is the fir- this is the first game, I bet, dude. Claire's not in the first game, though, is she? No, she's not. But they're, they're I thought gonna... it was really just that game's just Jill, isn't it? No, the first game is like it's not even Chris. It's, it's, it's the Stars team, right? So Chris is in it. Is Chris in it? Because you can play as Chris or Jill. Oh, I thought that was just but the, Jill. But the fact that Leon's in it—that's the weird part. Because Claire and Leon are in the second game. Yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do unless they're going to do like a multi-combine both both into into one movie. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Unless they're gonna do cut scenes between like, here, here's the first, here's the mansion, mm. and then here's the city, and we're gonna have. I can't imagine them doing that, but who knows? That just didn't sound very good. I don't know. As long as they make the movie like actually, resonant, like you don't. It's such an easy thing. Just take the game, mm-hmm. make it movie. Yeah, you don't gotta make it all this crazy fucking. Um, Mia yeah. jo- Mia Jovich thing. The her weird character that is yeah. thrust into the Resident Evil universe that makes no sense. Yeah, and if you do the movies long enough, eventually you can give Robin Am- R- Robbie Amell a bunch of steroids and make him super yoked, like Chris Redfield is in Resident Evil Five. Oh my can, god, he's so can, big in Resident Evil. And he can Evil punch 5. boulders and they can explode. Yeah, but you have Thank to god. wait. You have to wait a little bit. Yeah, got to get up there. Got to um, got to work towards it. Did you watch the trailer for Joe Maganiello's new movie? Uh, yeah, I did. How? This trailer looks 
freaking jacked. So it's called Arch Enemy, and it almost reminds me of, like, an opposite version of, like, Hit. Not Hitch. Fucking Hitch. What's it called? Um, What's it called with Will Smith? Oh. um, Hutch? No. What's it uh, called? Hancock. Hancock. Yeah. Like, well, like, Hancock, he knows he's from a different planet, right? Or he knows he's yeah. a superhero? He knows he's a superhero. But, like, this movie's like, okay, he knows he is, but no one else is like, everyone else is like, you're fucking full of shit. Yeah. And he doesn't seem to have powers in it, but I guarantee... Not really, it just, like, beats somebody up. Yeah. I guarantee at the end of the movie, it's either gonna be one of two ways. He's fucking crazy, mm. or he's gonna have to use his superpowers. I hope so. I hope he has superpowers. He talks about he's an alien. He's got all this other shit. And he talks about he's like, what was it? Oh, he says he can't use his powers because whatever isn't doesn't exist is, on is Earth. It, or oh, yeah, it doesn't exist on Earth. Yeah, something like that. I think it looks. The trailer looks really fun. It looks it fun. A, a good action movie, and this is all I need from him to do. Mm-hmm. Is to keep making really cool black metal inspired D and D shirts that I'll never buy because they're too expensive. And then do action movies. That's all you yeah. do. That's what you can. You, you can't do anything else. Yeah. Like that's like your thing. That's the way you look. That's your you style. You did Magic Mike, man. Don't put him in a box like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, he, clearly, I don't know if he was the main. I can't remember. I I, I can't remember either. Um, did you watch the Invincible trailer? Uh yeah, dude. Freaking jacked. Oh, I can't wait for this freaking thing to come out. What a good cast too. Solid cast. I like the voice actor cast a lot. Um, they all sound just like how I imagine they would sound. I was really worried about how they how they're gonna make this, but it looks mm-hmm. like it looks like exactly what I want. Invincible it reminds movie. me a lot of like um, it reminds me a lot of um, and I don't know if this is what they were going for, but like early two thousands Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. like Teen Titans and like Ben Ten. It like looks right. like that kind of art style. I think the I'm biggest thing to see when they go like full gore with that art style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the big thing is too is like I was like when I was watching the trailer, I was like, dude, people who have never read Invincible, they have no they, idea. What think think for. it's gonna be because like, there's the bloody scene in the trailer. Yeah, people are gonna think that it's just a random like could get could, could get violent like mm-hmm. cartoon. I'm like, dude, there's so like Literally this show like explodes a guy. <laughs> if this show tackles anything, it's gonna tackle like pregnancy and yeah. like gaining weight and like all this like shit like you know it's gonna tackle so much stuff um and it's gonna have such brutal fights Mm -hmm. uh i I think it looks really good though and steven yun sounds great as Mm -hmm. did you watch the trailer for steven yun's new movie i don't think so what was his new movie um i forget what it's called but it's a a movie it's like an indie indie movie Mm -hmm. about a korean family who immigrates to america like in the Midwest or in Texas or something I think like I that. Saw that I, th- I, th- I think I saw that pop up in like an ad on yeah. YouTube. And it's about like them moving to like the Midwest or like to mm-hmm. Texas or somewhere where they have, they live in a trailer and they have, they have work a farm. Yeah. And it's like them like assimilating into like this little country town. Mm-hmm. And it's about this Korean family living there with like their Korean grandmother. Mm-hmm. And like it's, it's Steven Yun just full on Korean. And, and yeah. you know, and I watched the trailer and I was like, how does this guy not have more yeah. like shit going on? Like he's acting mm-hmm. in a different language. Like, yes, yeah. he's Korean American. I understand that. But how many people do you know that can just full on full movie? Yeah. Different language. Like, yes, again, I understand that he's Korean American, but I've seen him play in walking dead. Yeah. 
he speaks English perfect because he's American, yeah. right? So, like, he's he's diving in, like, yo, I'm going to go full Korean, and it's going to be an American movie, and I'm going to cast Korean people, mm-hmm. or we're going to, we're going to, whoever made the movie is going to cast Korean people, and he's going full, full actor. If this, if yeah. this guy doesn't get more roles after this movie, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, because that's insane. Yeah. That's insane to me. He's a good actor. He was one of the ones that I liked the most from The Walking Dead, so, yeah. I only watched the first season of Walking Dead. That's all. That's how no good he is. Yeah, I think I watched. I think we've talked about this before, but it was like I watched the first season. I skipped the second one. Um, yeah. And then I watched up to like season five, and then I just fell off. That show's okay. ending. Yeah, but they're making a new one though. They're making like a, well, they've already had a spinoff, but they're making like a spinoff of the yeah, they got a spinoff of another one. Because they did another one where it's like yeah, there's like a group in California. There's like. That's yeah. like the first spinoff. Yeah, there's Fear, the, Wa- Fear, Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one where they're like, yeah, in like California or something. It's the Indian guy, like something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, it's like the, the black guy shows up in it at one point. The one from the main storyline. Oh, yeah, really? I think Morgan is his is name, true? I think. The walking yeah, stick guy? Yeah, he shows up. This man up. has no dick. Did you watch this MK11 trailer? Yeah, I did, dude. The only thing I care about it is that Rambo showed up. Hell yeah. So I posted... MK11 is basically like 90s action stuff. Yeah, I, I, I posted in a Facebook group that I'm in, like a, like a pop culture group that I'm in, um, called Serial at Midnight. It's a YouTube channel. It's really great. Um, physical media and all kind of stuff. But I posted in a group a screenshot of Rambo, and I was like, I don't play MK at all. I, just, no. I, never, I never cared about it. I, I've never thought Mortal Kombat was cool. I never cared. I had the, I had one game, like maybe it was like three or something. I think whatever was on PS2 or PS1, mm-hmm. or one of the ones that were like Mortal Kombat something, like insert yeah. whatever. Um, I never gave a shit about Mortal Kombat. I thought it was super over the top and lame my entire life. Um, and then I see they bring in Terminator, right? Terminator. And I'm like, okay, that's it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool, cool, except they didn't get Arnold to do the voice. So it's yeah. another guy pretending to be Arnold. Like, whatever. Just like, but... it's fine, but you can definitely like hear it sometimes. Sure, but in theory, it's cool, right? Yes. And then I watched this trailer, and you give oh, me... Oh, so you didn't know before this, because you know they had your, your boy in it also. They got Robocop in here. I, did, and I knew that. Yeah, I knew yeah. that. Because um, I watched people play with him. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, that's cool. But then I watch this trailer and I see John Jay. Yeah. You're gonna give me John Jay in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You're you're pretty much making He's gonna me... be voiced by Sylvester yeah. Stallone. You're literally just making like Mortal Kombat action stars. Yeah. So the next DLC I wanna see fucking Time Cop or yeah. fucking I wanna see fucking John Claude Van Damme in this game. I want I want Bloodsport John Claude Van Damme oh, show. Dude, you have you have well because it's dude, that's, that's, with, that's basically Johnny. That's Cage, Johnny Cage. That's Johnny. John Ca- that's John Claude. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. even the split stuff. That's all. That's all yeah. homage to to Jean Claude. Mm-hmm. So like, if they gave me like, okay, so my top two John Claudes I want in, in Mortal Kombat, Bloodsport would be great, even though that's that's already in the game. That's that's yep. Johnny Cage, John Woo Hard Target, mm. um, John Claude where he's playing a. Uh, Cajun man with mm-hmm. a mullet. That's who I want in Mortal Kombat. Okay. Um, those two, or he plays a French Foreign Legion 
soldier Ooh. in um what's the movie fucking called? Oh god. Legionnaire, I think that's what it's called. Mm. Um or, right. or Time Cop or Time Cop would be great. Time Cop would be great. Or Universal Soldier, mm. John Claude. Um who else I want? I want Bruce Willis. I want I want John McClane. John McClane would be awesome. I want I want okay, here's what I want. I want Murtaugh and Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Where they're a tag team where you can like, you can, like you, can, you can like MVC tag out. I want that. Because I want both of them. I want I want to have fucking Murtaugh be like, I'm too old for this shit. And he's fucking shoots the gun. And I want Mur- I want fucking Riggs doing like karate kicks. Mm. Um this game could be literally my dream action game if they just add in more and more action stars. They've they've got the the good theme because uh, Mortal Kombat 10's theme was basically the the horror game because that was the one where they had like Jason and Freddy. And they shit. had Jason. They, they didn't have Freddy because they had Freddy in uh, nine, so they couldn't okay. put him in ten. But they had Jason. They had Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. They had uh, who else did they have? Well, they had Alien and Predator. They had uh, who else did they? Have? They had another horror one. So this game, MK11, so far... But this only... is basically the 90s action one. So this game has Terminator and Robocop. It's got Terminator, Robocop, and then it's going to have Stallone, yeah. And Rambo. And Rambo. They got... Jackie Chan, man. Jackie Chan would be great. Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan like... Uh, Jet Li. Uh, yeah, Jet Li would be great. Like, these yeah. things would never happen. Like, dude, you know what would be really rad? Indiana Jones. Oh, shit, dude. That would never happen, but it'd be sick. It'd be a weird. It'd be a. Could weird you imagine fight. like making Indiana Jones do some brutal ass shit? Dude, like, you know what we gotta have? We were just talking about it. We gotta who? have Steven Skull. Dude, yeah. yeah. Gotta have Steven Skull show. Yeah. Fucking Neo. Oh my god. Like, I'm surprised Keanu hasn't already shown up. John Wick. Yeah. John Wick. And, John Wick. It, it would fit. Oh it would fit. John Wick in that world. Oh my god. Like the the idea that like just the potential. And you know, like, Christian whenever... Bale from Equal Room doing gung fu on everybody. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. Blade. Why isn't Blade in this? Yeah. I don't know. I know it's a probably because it's thing, Warner obviously. Brothers. Like so, I, the idea that I could potentially get, like, the fact that I could have Terminator versus Rambo is crazy to me. Yeah. The fact that they they don't have like alternating skin for Terminator to be like commando like john matrix mm. or like predator yeah you know they didn't need the cast they didn't bring in predator predator cast you know they had um in 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 x where they had the predator in there they had um jack's a black character you could basically make him um okay the guy from predator i can't yeah. remember his name yet. dylan dylan yeah you can make him dylan from yeah. predator which is pretty sweet. I yeah, love yeah. I literally, I, I literally just played so. the drop a second ago. Yeah, <laughs> I played the predator drop a second ago. Yeah. I would love to have this game have all that shit. Yeah, I would. I would buy it just for the DLC of those It'd characters. Be great, dude. Oh my god. I, I don't give a shit about any Mortal Kombat character. I don't care about fucking yeah. Sub Zero. Well, that's the weirdest part about this game is that, like, especially when you're looking at like this announcement of the 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 combat pack is you've got the Mortal Kombat community. That's basically like pissed off because all these, well, because all these guest characters keep coming in. And first, of, first of all, you've got um, the combat packs for Mortal Kombat now are like smaller and take more time. Because um, the the first one they had like five characters show up, but it took like basically a year to get them all. Because I think that was around the time that like everybody was like lashing out against like Crunch, 
And basically it came out that like DLC characters like were kind of crunchy if you were like putting them out like every three months or something like that. Right. So they spread their release schedule out more. And now they introduced RoboCup and two other characters with the uh, the expansion they did like a couple months ago or something like that, where it was like the three characters you got at once. And now they're the next combat pack is only another three characters. But who cares? They're giving you two older characters. Yeah, but that's the the problem right? is that like fighting game fans are greedy and they just want first of all, I don't I don't get it because they basically just want they want all the characters from the last game plus more. So now they've you get Rain and you got Melina, which is like the number one thing that all the Mortal Kombat community was like crying about with Eleven. They were like, Why isn't Melina in the game? And now the Melina's listen, back. Listen. And now that they have Melina, they're like, Where are the cyborgs? Where's blah listen, blah blah? You tell does this game have Liu Kang? It's got Luke Kang. Does it have Raiden? It's got Raiden. Does it have Johnny Cage? Johnny Cage. Sonya. It's got Sonya Blade. Jax. Uh, Jax. Does it got? It's got. Uh, what's the? What? Was a DLC Sh- character. Okay, hold on. So, um, so hold Shao Kahn. Shao was Shao Kahn a? Uh, was Shao Kahn a DLC? No, Shao Kahn was main roster. What is Shang, What's the Asian guy? Spirit guy. That's Shang Tsung. He was. He, he was, was DLC. DLC. He was the first. He was one of the first DLC characters. Okay, so but Luke Kang, Raiden. Yeah. Um, Sonya, Johnny Cage, Jax, Shao Kahn. Oh, no reptile. That's the thing. Everybody wants. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Scorpion. Scorpion's there in Sub-Zero. No, these are these are on disc. Yeah. Okay. Could you imagine if you bought MK11 Mm -hmm. and those characters were not there? Yeah. I'm talking, hey, every Street Fighter fan when they bought fucking Street Fighter 3. Yeah. Was that the only ones you had was Ryu and Ken, right? That was it, and Chun Li. Right? Um, I don't think that you. Or was had... that not till Third Strike? I think that was. I think that was the second. The second one, mm. I thought. I'm pretty. I, I thought that. Remember. I thought three, Street Fighter Three, the first one was just Alex. Alex, that's all you got. You and got Alex. Street... You got Remy. And then two, you get. I thought you got Ryu. I Ken. can't remember. I thought. Probably... I think so. That might be. Because I thought. I thought that it was like, hey, we're we're going to try something, and people were like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Well, it's, yeah, it's at the point where it's like, yeah, it really is like, I don't know. It feels weird because it's like, I like games like Third Strike where you've got a whole bunch of new characters and stuff like that. But it's like, it's, I just find it very strange because a lot of the fighting game community, I mean, I get it because, you know, everybody's got their character that they like and that they want to see. Um, but it feels like a lot of times, especially when it comes to fighting games, they want all the same characters plus more. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know, it's awfully greedy. I don't know. Well, it, it definitely is that sense of like, well, why why couldn't you just give me what? You, why why take away what I had? Just give me yeah. more because I already had those before. Yeah, which is you why know. Smash Brothers spoiled everybody because Smash yeah. Brothers Ultimate was basically like we're just gonna give you everybody and we're just well, gonna let's, add more on top of that. Let's be honest though, to yeah. to compare the work of animation in detail between Smash and Mortal Kombat would be like... Oh, no, man. Cloud looks pretty good in Smash. Yeah, but you have how many moves? Uh, I don't know. I can't count off the top Okay, of so you have, got... like, what? Up A, down A, down side. You have, like, four directional moves plus A plus B. Four directional moves plus A plus B plus Smash. So you have, you have um, eight plus another four. Plus air. Plus air. Um... Okay, so th- yeah. so you have who makes those games? What studio? Is it just Nintendo? I think it's just Nintendo. Maybe like the Smash Project or something like that. So is so what it's called? Whoever makes that game is they're sitting there complaining about their work schedule and their animation stuff, 
mm-hmm. and then you have you have across the street you have fucking um, Tekken team being yeah. like, hey, eat dicks. I have to animate so much so much bullshit. Yeah, well that's um that's that's why I love um Harada so much because that's basically his attitude. It's like eat dicks, don't ask me for shit. That's like, his kind of shit. I have to animate literally ninety moves. Yeah. And and then animate them linking together. Like, yeah, yeah. Eat, eat fuck off. <laughs> so to me, like, if people are mad about... Again, I'm not a Mortal Kombat fan, so I... But I understand the pain, you know, I, I bought Vanilla SF4 being like, okay, this is a very small roster. Yeah. Um, but the idea that, like, you're getting two characters that you want, so what's wrong with getting a pop culture character? As long as the pop culture character is cool. Yeah. Like, if, the, if the pop culture character is lame... Mm-hmm. Well, I get it. You know, like that blows. But Rambo's cool, and it fits yeah. into the whole atmosphere of what Mortal Kombat really is in terms of like they're just a bunch of like movie nerds who made movie mm-hmm. references in the game. Like I don't play the games, but I know that like yeah, I knew that Johnny Cage is Jean Claude. Like that's obvious. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if Rambo didn't fit, but he does fit. Like Terminator yeah. fits. Freddy and Jason, those characters fit into the mm-hmm. vibe of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you know, um, if it was like fucking like Indiana Jones doesn't fit, but you know, like yeah, those other characters like make sense in the sense of like, okay, who who can we guest star in this game and not make it super corny? Yeah, like Rambo fits. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, no, I feel you. That that alone makes me want to buy the game just so I can play as John Jay. Yeah, for sure, dude. Um. Looking at the news, there's some Jurassic stuff. Who cares? Thor 4 stuff. Who cares? Yeah. Um, um, there wasn't a lot of other stuff that I cared about. Um, okay. I mean, the Godzilla thing was cool, but... Yeah, who cares, though, really? Not much about it. I don't yeah. know. All right. Well, we can move into the last bit of the podcast. Yeah. Let me go ahead and just play this segment sound. Excellent! Yeah. Alright, guys. Episode 100, last segment of the show. Beat up, guys! Go Zach, for broke! What is our week's uh, topic for this week? The topic for this week is favorite Halloween candy to celebrate the spooky season. Um, I don't really have like, like a, a top five list like I had last week for costumes, but I have personal favorites. Oh, yeah. Um, Reese's. Is up there at the top. I would say it is probably one of my favorite candies. Sure. Chocolate peanut butter, man. I don't know what it is. What? So, like, here's how I looked at it, right? Okay. There, there are, to me, must-have candy mm. that if I didn't get them when I was a kid in my bucket, yeah, I would consider the whole thing a wash. Okay. I would consider like there's there was no point in me going out. Okay. And that was that t- those tier those candies were in tier lists. So okay. like number one for me, yes, I agree. Reese's is number one. Yeah. But if I got Reese's pieces, I would throw it away. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the Reese's pieces. Right? But but my favorite candy besides Reese's Reese's is sweet tarts. Sweet tarts are not bad. Like the basic standard standardized sweet tart, not the chewy. Yeah. Just the standardized like chalk ass circles. Mm-hmm. So like if I walked around a neighborhood and came home and I had like some Reese's 
and some sweet tarts, which you always get the little, the little pack of them, the little two, yeah. the two of them. I'm already happy, right? Yeah. But if I got like fucking Tootsie Roll. Mm-hmm. I like See, the flavor of Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls to me are, are communism. <laughs> to me, Tootsie Rolls are trash candy that people who know they're trash give away because they can't afford to get good shit. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give anything out there. I would say, though, that I like Tootsie Pops. I think those are gross. What? I think those are gross. I think you people... You like the charm lollipops, then? The which ones? The bubblegum one? Those are charm. fine. Those are fine. Right. Those are fine. I, to me, Tootsie Rolls are so gross that those people who buy those bags to give them out, you might as well just turn your light off. Don't, don't even keep it on. Because no kid is hyped to get Tootsie Rolls. There's kids like you, Zach, who are like, I'll eat them. Yeah, that's true. I've but never been you, hyped for Tootsie Rolls. Have you ever been like, Zach, it's fucking 5 o'clock, you're getting ready, and you're like, guys, I cannot wait to go out and walk around and get home and dump my bucket and eat Tootsie Rolls. Or yeah. you're like, you're like, I want some fucking Reese's, I want some fucking snack size Snickers. I want some snack size Three, three Musketeers. I wasn't a big uh, Snickers guy when I was a kid, but I loved Crunch Bars. Give me some crunch. Snickers size Crunch Bars. Oh my god. That See was now, now were you a Crunch loved. Bar fan? Did you like Crunches or did you like um, uh, what was the other one? The Hershey one. I remember the Hershey one. There, there's Mr. Good Bar, which is the peanut butter one. Yeah. And there's the cr- there's the other there's the red one, Crackle. Oh. Crackle. I think I liked Crunch more than Crackle. Crunch is good. Yeah. Crunch is good. Crunch so, was definitely like so, oh, that was a good one for me. For you in Halloween specifically, not not in everyday life. Yeah. When you and for Halloween because it's obviously the Halloween season. Yes. Were you a chocolate or a sweet like a like a candy in terms of like mm. sweet sour um, gummy? Like what was your preference for candy that you when you got home after well, after your your trick or treating? Mm. You dump your bag, your bucket. What did you want to see more of? I think chocolate. I think chocolate was always the stuff that I ate first. Really? Um, especially like, yeah, Reese's, Crunch, Milky Ways is big. Oh, my God. Milky Ways? Oh, so what What were what were things that you did not want to see? Um, I hated those um, um, the soda top. Oh, um, yeah. The little small ones with the, with the shit in there. Yeah, that one was weird with like the wax sodas or whatever. Yeah. I didn't like the bottle tops either. They're, yeah, bottle caps. The big, the big ones for me was Wonka was split into two tiers. Uh-huh. Either God tier candy or garbage candy. Okay, lay it on me. Bottle caps were garbage for me. Mm-hmm. I like Nerds. Nerds is like S tier. S tier candy. Okay. Any flavor. Um, any flavor. Really. Um, Gobstoppers is up there. Uh, really? okay. With, uh, I would say Gobstoppers is like A tier. Okay. It's like the jawbreaker type of thing. I don't want jawbreakers all the time. Um, but I would say Gobstoppers is like A tier. I'm trying to think of the other ones. What are some other Willy Wonka candies that you have? Oh, Fun Dip. Fun Dip is S tier. Mm-hmm. Fun Dip was the top. Until you ran out of powder and all you had was the chalk left, and that chalk did not taste that good. So you get home and you have a bunch of. Nerd boxes, the little tiny ones. Oh, I swallow those. It's Love a good. Them. It's a good day. Good day. Right. See, see, tiny nerds boxes that I can have like five in like a sitting of like watching an anime and just like. So if you got so, 
if you got cap bottle caps or the soda ones, you were you were oh, disappointed. Bottle cap was a wash. I'd like throw those throw those out to the let my brothers. Yeah, yeah. my brothers wouldn't eat them either, so they'd like, just be sitting there. That that's exactly what it was for me for like Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, like if I got to, if I saw now 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 addendum asterisks mm. tutti frutti, different story. Tutti frutti, I can't remember. Different story. Tutti frutti was. I don't remember if this was the same thing because I remember Tootsie Roll had like flavored Tootsie yes. Rolls. Yes, yes, yes. Those were not now, bad. Now I don't know if that the official name is, know a, is a Tutti Frutti. I can't but, remember. But when I was a kid, they had in, good stuff because they had DC. Orange, orange was good. I'm trying to remember the other flavors. Blue. There's I a, remember blue. Blue a, was like vanilla. There was a blue one. There was a red one. Um, there was orange. There was a yellow, there was green. Um, hmm. Tootsie fruit I rolls. Now I called them Tootie fruits as a kid. Yeah. Let's see the bag. Um, but, 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 was, there's purple, orange, yellow, green. I don't remember purple. Damn. But yeah, th- those I was down with as long as it wasn't vanilla. Um, but if I got Tootsie rolls, if I got fucking milk duds. You know, I don't mind milk duds, honestly. Um, you know, I, Zach, hold on, real I quick. Whoppers, though. There, whoppers are infinitely better. Yeah. There's a candy that you like that I've seen you get by choice at movie movie theaters, and I I I don't oh. understand. Are you going to disrespect Mike and Ike's right now? I I think. I love Mike and Ike's. That Mike and Ike's are pieces of trash, and How when I and when I would get the little, the Mike little and Ike's bo- are. S-tier when I got the little boxes of them in Halloween, I would be oh. legitimately depressed. Mike and Ike's were solid. Because to me, Mike I, and Ike's... I, are... I would say original Mike and Ike's were not that good, but Mike and Ike's has good flavored boxes. Yeah, but at Halloween, I, you only get the fucking yellow-orange bullshit box. Well, that's true. Yeah, well, I mean, speaking of Halloween, because, yeah, you're going to get the yellow box. Yellow box, Mike and Ike's was, like, C-tier. It's not that good. Like, I, I would, them, I would rather someone give me the fucking peppermint can't peppermint ones, the tamales, hot tamales. Ew, ew, ew. no, no, no. That's like F. F I, ra- I would rather get hot tamales than hey, someone. I would much rather get Mike and Ike's than tamales. Well, you like Mike and Ike's. Yeah, I don't mind Mike and Ike's. Like milk duds, Mike and to me, Mike and Ike's milk duds, Tootsie Rolls are like. For me, it was spicy candy is not candy to me that's not hey i don't like that shit i get it dude my Mm. point is this when i would go to the store and i would buy a bag of candy even now for our movie days when we would go we would buy not not even that it's like even not just for home a a bag of assorted candy like for even for halloween for kids oh and i'm looking at the bag and Mm. the bag choices like it's always like two or three like banger Mm -hmm. milky way three musketeer Mm. snickers skittle Sweetheart. Skittles is not bad. And then you get a, a Mike and Ike. And that's so clearly the trash candy that mm. when, if you put a bowl out outside and say, hey, take one, please. At mm. the end of the night, everything will be gone except for one thing. Mike and Ike. Mm. And I guarantee if I put a camera above the bowl and filmed all night, and the only people that would take Mike and Ike's are fucking weird kids. <laughs> 
But milk duds are bad too, man. What's the whole? What's the milk? The problem I have with milk duds is that milk duds melt too easily, and they get stuck in the box, and they make it hard to eat. Because that's what? the biggest detriment to me, besides flavoring, is how easy it is to eat. What, what's the one, the candy that, that looks like Mike and Ike in the sense of the box, but they're like flat. They're like they're like squares. oh, I know what you're talking. They're like uh, like jujubes or like chews or something. What are like they that. called? No, they're, they're not. They're not like pills like Mike and Ike's. They're like the little fucking flat, yeah. like the little flat. They're like little like tiny like hills. Yeah, what are those things called? I think they're called like jujubes or chews or something like that. Candy like. Juju chews or something. Mike and Ike. Um, what the hell are those things called, man? Hold on. I'll fucking find this shit. Hold on. I'm going to Google worst Halloween candy. I guarantee it's going to come up. It's going to show up? It's going to show up. I guarantee it. Chew. Halloween. Chew. I don't, I don't know what it's called, man. Hold on. I'll get you. I'll figure it out. Hold on, I can't fucking remember, bro. It's, Hold on. Uh, I think I just saw it. Dots. Dots. That's what it is. Okay. So dots. Yeah. So let me ask you this, dude. Tell me. At, where do you stand? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you two different things. Okay. Two candies. Okay. Where do you stand on lemon heads? Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. Where do you okay. stand... On good and plenty. Lastly, okay. where do you stand on candy corn? Candy corn's D tier for sure. Um, okay. Don't like candy corn. Yeah. Um, I'll eat candy corn. Candy corn's that thing where it's like mindless candy, where it's like, I mean, candy corn's a thing where it's just you've got the candy bowl in the house and you can just dip a hand into candy corn and yeah. eat it like popcorn because you just want to die early. Right. Um, Let's see. I don't remember eating a lot of good and plenty, honestly. Yeah. That's probably like the one of that's like the unknown for me. I don't really I can't assign that a tier because I don't um I don't remember eating it and I still don't eat it to this day because I don't really see it a whole lot. Right. So good and plenty is like a a, a question mark. Uh lemonheads. I would say that's like B minus. Really? It's not terrible. Because it hits in the because I like warheads. I like right, sound yeah, stuff. absolutely. So they're like a lesser warhead. Yeah. Um, I don't mind lemon heads a lot. They the problem with that is that I'm tainted because they have flavored lemon heads that are like oh, grape. Oh, okay. I like grape lemon heads and like the I think they have like a watermelon one so, too. So so you turn over your bu- your pumpkin bucket and you have the little mm-hmm. packs of black warheads. You're hyped. Oh. Warheads? Hell yeah. I'm always but if you have, a little, you have a little tiny yellow box of lemon heads, you're like, all right. I mean. Yeah, it's fine. It's not a deal breaker, but to it's, me, not, it's not the most exciting thing. Right. To me, good and plenty are trash can. Automatic. Yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm doing Michael, Michael Jordan from Three Point Line trash can. Right? Candy corn. Doing is, the alley oop for Scotty Pippen. Over. Right. I'm, vice versa. I can't remember. He's an alley oop. Not a big I'm, I'm Mike. Um, Candy corn, I'm fucking Tom Brady, deflate gate to okay, the trash can, right? But lemon heads, to me, lemon heads are a Trojan, man. Are they? All I, feel right. like, I feel like they sneak in where I'll be sitting there, all the good candies already gone. Mm. You know, I'm sitting there, that, 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 They're definitely that, at the bottom of the barrel that, can. That inevitable, like, 
all you have is the trash candy left in the in the bucket, and you're like, everything is so bad now. And you're like, you know what? I want some sweet. I'm not gonna eat a carrot. Yeah. So you yeah. take a lemon head and you eat. And you're like, you know what? Why did I? I feel like every year I forget that they're okay. Yeah. They're, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, they're like okay. They're not terrible, but they're not fantastic. Well, so but when you, you get to like the bottom of the the pumpkin barrel, they become S tier. Like, <laughs> they're they they become S tier by, yeah. by proxy. It's a sliding scale of 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 goodness. Mm. Where where do you stand though? We talked about chocolate earlier. Yes. Where do you what do you feel about snack size chocolate? Because I'll tell you my opinion on it. I, I honestly very much do not like snack size chocolate because it is so small. You doesn't taste like to me. To me, snack size candy like Snickers, snack size well not Snickers per se, but Three Musketeer and Three Milky Way primarily. Yeah, I think do those, not taste. They don't taste the same as full size Milky Ways. I think the problem with those is not that they don't taste the same to me, but it's just that I just want more of them. Yeah. I want like like if I'm like if I have like a Three Musketeers or a Milky Way, I want the whole bar, not snack size. But yeah. I will say S tier of the snack size, mm-hmm. which is one that I think enhances with being a snack size is Kit Kats. Those are good. Those are I good. think snack size Kit Kats. I think snack size for Kit Kats is like the perfect size because yeah. you still get two, and you get enough of the bar. I mean, they're the biggest of the snack size. I'm gonna so. give you a counter to that. I think that I agree with that statement. To me, another perfect snack size mm. is the Hershey bar. Yeah, Hershey bar is not bad. Primarily, I think Hershey bar goes into the thing though, where it's like, I don't know. I would find, I would say Hershey bar is like C tier, really candy, because it's kind of like, because you look at other chocolate candies, like you look at Kit Kats, you look at like mm. Crunch bars or Crackle. They all got like something else going on. See, that, Hershey is kind of just like chocolate. That's why I recommend Zach to you in in this world of distractions and and mm. and, and accessories and you know mm-hmm. well, what was me and I, I got to topple this I got to topple that and we're distracted mm-hmm. so much that we forget that sometimes it's okay to just eat milk chocolate. Mm. And mm. I was just like you once okay. until I opened a bag of mixed chocolate recently, actually. And I, mm-hmm. I, I was like, you know what? Let me eat some of this Hershey's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I ate one bar, and I was like, let me eat two bars. <laughs> Next thing you know, there was no Hershey's left. Because mm. okay. it, it was such a pureness to it. Whole, okay. A wholesome Pennsylvania feel. But also, the, um, the dark chocolate Hershey's is very good. But yep. the, the, they make snack size cookies and cream now. I never knew that. I've seen those. I never knew that. And and, I mean, cookies and cream of Hershey's is like S tier. That's amazing. That's it's like amazing. S plus. Like yeah. cookies and cream Hershey's is like the top of the barrel. Can I can I talk to you about a problem that I have that maybe I think that the rest of America has, but I'm gonna ask you if you have this problem, okay? Okay. With snack size, with snack bags, like Halloween bags. Like variety bags. Like variety bags. Okay. Okay. This happened to me personally three weeks ago. Okay. So I bought a bag, uh, Reese's Sour Patch, which is not obviously another un- for- Sour Patch for- is good. forgotten amazing candy for Halloween. Yes. Sour Patch, Hershey's, um, something else, something else, something else. But the big ones for me were Sour Patch and Reese's. Okay. So oh, and Kit Kat. I think Kit Kat, Kit Kat was in the bag as well. It's a, it a, a expensive banging bag. Okay. This this is a this is an epidemic 
that scientists have to figure out how to fix because to me it's a problem. Okay. Where I eat the Sour Patch perfect, 10 out of 10, mm-hmm. right? I'll be fresh. You can tell it's fresh. Mm-hmm. I'll go and I'll open up a Reese's. Okay. And the Reese's tastes like Sour Patch. I don't think I've ever had that. The bags were too close together. Hmm. Touching. Where now I'm getting a weird fruitness, sourness flavor in my hmm. chocolate. I don't think I've ever experienced it, that. Before. It happens to me more than I need for it to happen. Interesting. To where I won't even eat the Reese's anymore because I know that they mm. were all dangled around each other. That they're going to taste like fucking Sour Patch Light and I cannot stand it. Okay. Hmm. I can't stand it, and I don't know if I'm having a stroke. But it's happened. It happens all the time. I don't know. Yeah, I've never experienced that before, where you've had, like, cross-contamination of yes, candy. Yes, absolutely. Never. I've never experienced that. Absolutely, I don't man. think. I, I don't know if Sour Patch is just nuclear, where it just, like, seeps through the bag or what. But, like, it's, yeah, I've had cross- Those sour crystals, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe it's because I put them in a bucket, and they, they're hanging out on a bucket. I don't know what it is. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. But it happens, and it's a problem. I'll have to let you know because I don't—I've never experienced that before. Yeah. Um, Interesting. As we wrap up the episode in our candy talk, mm. so final final assessment. Yes. What the la- lastly again candy that mm. is the end all be all okay. for you for Halloween? What's what is it? So I think the ones that are end all be all are cookies and cream Hershey's. Those are the top. Uh, Reese's. Kit Kats, and um, hmm, let's make it an even four. Um, nerds. nerds, nerds would definitely be up there. So, like, and primarily probably grape nerds, right? That's like the, I think like those are com- more common than strawberry um, or, or, or lemon. Probably the grape for sure. Yeah, I think a lot of times the strawberry and the grape are together, but I would say I would say grape. I prefer lemonade or lemon, but I feel like those are on. Those, those I don't are think common. I've ever had lemonade nerds. They're good. They're very good. I know that I, I know the the dual box where you've got the strawberry and grape together. Yeah, yeah. That's you talk about some cross contamination. Yeah. You get some cross contamination with those boxes. Um, my number one Halloween candy is just one, and it's just it's just sweet tarts. Okay. And I think the beauty of that also is that I can't tell if I just like it a lot because I do like it a lot. I I I hunt for it everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Um, the, for the full size, because they're so hard to find. Yeah. I mean, the boxes are hard to find, too, at Walmart. Yeah. The dollar boxes. And if mm-hmm. I find them, I end up buying, like, all of them, because they're just mm-hmm. so hard to find. Yeah. Um, at least where I'm at. But I think, I don't know what came first, my love for sweet tarts or the realization that everyone else doesn't like them as much as other candy. So I'll never have to struggle to get candy, because every bucket I'm going to get at Halloween is going to have, like, 17 billion two packs yeah. of sweet tarts and i'll never go no hungry for candy because i'll always have something true um but also i like dr pepper yeah so as i okay. get older i'm like just like liking like fucking terrible like for pe- people think tastes weird you know um so mm, fair enough that's where i'm at with this zach okay lastly before we wrap up the podcast, episode 100. Yes. What are your plans for candy this year for Halloween, man? How are you going to do it? Are you doing anything for the kids? Are you putting it out? Are you? What are you doing? 
I might put something out for the kids. Um, if I do, I've got I got my stool. I'll probably just put a bucket outside, maybe, because I know there's kids in our apartment complex. Yeah. So I might do something for them, because um, I probably won't be here. I don't know. I haven't determined when Halloween is yet. If I'll actually Saturday, be like, working, I believe. Oh, so I'll definitely be working. So I think yeah, I'll probably Saturday. just like, I'll probably just put something out for the kids. Probably just put like a bucket out. Um, it is a Saturday. So probably just put a bucket out with some candy, whatnot, leave it outside on a stool outside my apartment door. Um, and then whatever's left, yeah, you know, it's all for me. So it's gonna be milk duds. It's gonna be milk duds. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's gonna be milk duds, it's gonna be some Mike and Ikes. Yeah, exactly. Um probably gonna be some sweet tarts, because there's always too many. Um but yeah, I don't mind sweet tarts. I you know what? We didn't talk about – there's two that we didn't talk about because I was looking at Willy Wonka because I was trying to remember what else was there. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings on runs? On which ones? Runs, which is like the Willy Wonka-like fruit. I don't cake. like them. It's like the hard fruit. Yeah, I would consider those bad. And the, then you had Sprees as well. Sprees? Okay, I like Sprees. Sprees is like the, the, the lesser brother of Sweet Tarts. You know, as we wrap up the podcast, it's hard for me to forget this because it's the epidemic. Mm. And you meant you mentioned Wonka. I don't know how I didn't think about this. Mm. I like sprees. They run through okay. whatever. The fact that every year, since the dawn of time, probably mm-hmm. there is an epidemic of laffy taffies that are yellow. I forgot about the laffy taffies. And look, laffy taffies suck in general. Banana laffy taffies. Pink, okay, maybe grape. I'll deal with it. But yellow. I don't mind uh, green apple. Green apple's not bad. That's fine. That's fine. But, but uh, yellow. But banana, dude. Ugh. Why do they still make that candy? I don't know. No one likes really that shit. Not, so. No one likes that. I don't get it. You couldn't even. You couldn't point to me on a map someone who likes that. If they said yes, I'd tell you they're lying. That's not true. That's garbage candy. You're um, lying. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll see y'all back next week with more License to View. Yes. This has been episode 100. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening five, six years in the game. Yes. We'll be back next week with more. We're working on some stuff. We'll see. Hopefully we can get it done. We'll see what happens. Hopefully. Crossing the fingers. Yeah. If not, regular episode. If 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 we're looking for it happens, then you'll know what's happening. If not, it'll be a regular podcast. So. Guys, we'll see you back next week.